The Daniel White Show is proudly sponsored by Hybrid Coffee. And when we say we're proud, we're really, really proud. Because not only does Hybrid Coffee specialize in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe, every can you purchase helps support families that make the coffee industry possible. That means giving back to 3,600 members across 65,000 acres of Colombian coffee farms to help them achieve greater profitability with less environmental impact on the planet. So don't just drink cold brew, drink high brew. Go to www.highbrewcoffee.com, use promo code DWBREW20 for 20% off your order of a 12 pack and get cold brew that doesn't taste better, but does better. Ship directly to your door. Fuck off, Sarah. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. Okay, okay. Yo, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm very scared. This is the intro. So, um, we're gonna play a I'm fucking so game, excited. The Icebreaker, which is not the cards. It's gonna be uh, a game that y'all created. Yeah. We created. Yeah. I mean, we didn't create I it off but... the Facebook ad. But, oh, okay. Yeah, so basically, um, we're gonna give you two good qualities and a potential date. These are pretty specific to Daniel because I've known him for a while. A very long time. And then it's going to have a red flag and you're going to tell us if this person is a deal breaker or if you're going to wife up. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. 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 Okay. I'm ready. So first up, we have this person has a private jet and ironically the next one you chose is travels with you all the time. Okay. okay? So like just everywhere you want to go. But they're a huge Trump supporter. Hell to the new! Absolutely not. Yeah, I they feel only like that was in white easy. countries anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> that, my was, God. that was an easy one. Okay, oh so God. That's a no. But okay, Christina. All right. <clears throat> they are. Oh, your grandma loves her. Oh God. Okay. Uh, thinks you're the hottest. Just she thinks you're the ho- not your grandma. I mean, maybe her too. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> She's very complimentary to the grandma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But she doesn't let you take pictures of girls. No Whether it's bags. personally like pictures of my friend. So like I'm not doing no, photo shoots. no photos of girls. No I don't want you seeing girls and taking pictures Only of them. Couldn't do Even it. Even grandma needs to wear a robe. Hell no. I've speaking of that, it's serious, mm-hmm. serious shit. Whenever I do did a girl or I'm interested we had a conversation it's like this is not stopping yeah. I, I take intimate photos of everyone so I we had a conversation from the get go so I couldn't do it if it was uh, she was jealous like that there. but you obviously have sex with every person you photograph so that seems very problematic <laughs> that's what we just did so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be hard but I mean you know sexuality is fluid you got a lot more dudes out there uh, also, like, shout out to dudes shout out to dudes yeah good job good job being dudes dudes all you guys listening doing dude stuff Guys, do good stuff. <laughs> okay, ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this person has the exact same music taste as you. Like, loves all the same stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, loves your family and friends. Gets along with everybody. Yes. But wants to get tattoos of each other's names on the first day. First day. Damn. Damn. <laughs> do you, you have any tattoos? I don't have any you don't tattoos. Have any, so this would be Ooh, your first this one. is even better. 
I think that I, you know I would do that because it'd be a good, really good, really good, good story. It'd be a great story actually. It's good for the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. What's a future? You know what? Episode. I would do that. Okay, first one. Wipe Any up. crazy girls out there who want to get uh, tattoos on the first date? Maybe already have a Daniel tattoo. Me. Yo, actually, they might. That'd be it's great. a common name. They already Ooh. come equipped. See, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, if you have a Daniel tattoo anywhere in your body, yeah, yeah. hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, all right, so teaches you things. Oh, I love that. Okay. Uh, wants to pay always. Because Daniel eats free. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I hate to bring it back to your family, but they have a crush on your dad. <laughs> a Verbal. Hard crush. Big crush. Big crush. They're like letting you know. Like, if your dad wants it. <laughs> Don't leave me in the room with your dad because mm, I can't control myself. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. They pay for everything, though. Uh, yeah, they pay for everything. No. There's no way. I mean, that's what moms do. Oh, okay. fuck Okay, that. last one for the icebreaker rating. Okay. And this one is probably my favorite. Okay, this girl is the prettiest girl you've ever seen. Okay. okay? She sends you nudes all the time. Yes. Like, just... Hey, Random. good morning. Here you go. Nudes. But this chick applies for every season of The Bachelor, wants your help doing it, and lets you know that if she's on this season, you're, you're out. You're done. You're done. Oh. Yeah. But again, you have to help with like submission videos. And I gotta help her yeah, yeah, yeah. to get on the show. Yeah, and if she gets yeah. on, I'm out. Yeah. But if she loses, she'll come back. There might be a bachelorette, though. You know how that works. But, uh, I'm in. You're in? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. That, okay, that, cool. That's, right. awesome. that's also good for yeah. the podcast. That's a, right. dope, that's a dope game. Right? I like we that. We love it. It's been fun. I need to start doing different shit like that for the icebreakers. They're good, yeah. I might get your help. You should do uh, yeah, a sir. mash for an icebreaker for sure. Okay, I'm a Yo, mash. shout out to mash. I haven't played mash in forever. Why Fuck are you yeah. laughing? You're the one that made me play the other day. Oh, no, I'm laughing at the possibilities. I'm oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would That'd listen to a I was actually thinking of categories when I was driving here the other day, so. I made, like, I was known in high, in high school and, well, no, elementary school, middle, and I've majored okay, in mash, all, actually. Yeah. yeah uh, and I used to make mash games that were, like, three pages long because it would be like what's your salary how much you retire and when how are you dying it's good oh my god like, Sarah, what do you say when is... somebody sneezes <laughs> oh my god oh god today's gonna be so great yeah it's gonna be good we have the sarah copeland um and the christina swan it's swan right yeah. yeah 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 you know i saw your instagram name aunt swan yeah and i was like what the fuck does that mean and then i was like okay I met you. I was like, that makes sense. I'm with yeah. it. She's Hell yeah. A swan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, we just yeah. met. She's related to Bella Swan from Twilight. Actually. Oh my gosh. That's her cousin. You love Twilight? No. Christina loves Twilight. All right. Christina, well, I mean, yeah, I saw all the movies, and yeah, I read the work. books, but like that should be another podcast because I have a degree in creative writing, and I have some problems with the writing of the books. So it's um, Christina topic. actually is Stephanie Myers. So. <laughs> you know what? You never see this is her alias. That's true. That's very That's true. Breaking news. <laughs> but no, this is. I just met Christina. Uh, two months ago maybe when you were here last yep, yep. Uh, at the Drama Drought and she's been great. She yes. is. Any pronouns here? Uh, no, I'm just no. she, okay. her. Okay. she, her. She, her, yep. Cool. You too.
Yep. Good. I'll yep. make sure I don't offend anybody. Love you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. You can call me yeah. V. I like V. I don't call. <laughs> v. It's for the podcast. I got yeah, exactly. to make you sound important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am. Um, yes. Whatever. It's going to be a great episode with fucking Sarah. But yes. <laughs> I and I just photographed Christina. Um, yeah. Less than a week ago. So mm-hmm. we got to know each other very well through that, yeah. that shoot. Yeah. yeah. So, we um, done met. Yes. And we're in Sarah's dad's man i guess cave. man cave yeah, and yeah. It, back in our hometown which is high point so crazy so nostalgic um we have a great conversation today yeah um mm-hmm. something i know nothing about you know as far as some of the conversations so we're gonna um we're gonna dive in if you read the description then you know what it's about but i'm just gonna dive in from here because i'm cool. super excited um yeah. so to start with a story and then we're gonna that will take us throughout the whole entire journey of this episode yes exactly christina has a story for us yeah i have <laughs> tale. I have a little tale. Yes, and start from beginning to end. Okay, all right. Um, so I was on Tinder, uh, bored during COVID. Currently, I am banned from Tinder, though, <laughs> which is another story. I'm pretty sure I know who, like, reported me, and it's this dude who, like, wouldn't tell me about a basketball game that he was watching. What? It's very stupid. I mean, like, if you can't even tell me what basketball game you were watching, like, I- I'm not going to give you my number. <laughs> Write it down, I, folks. Or yeah. I mean, okay. again, my okay. ongoing joke is like, like I didn't watch all ten hours of the last dance, but whatever, it's fine. Ah, good documentary. Uh, so, uh, match <laughs> with Justin, and another reason I could have been banned is because my OnlyFans is advertised on my bio there. You can't do that on Tinder. Uh, you're not really supposed to, I don't think. It's like not. But shameless plug points here. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yes. Yes. Oh, I think I, on OnlyFans, I'm the curvy poet. Oh, is it still active? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Support Kirby Poet, please. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. yeah. Why not? We're here, are yeah. we? Fuck yeah! Yeah. yeah. Shit. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Money. laughs> okay. So Justin actually, we matched. His first thing that he said was like, "Are you only like here for OnlyFans stuff, or like, are you here for other?" And I was like, "I mean, I have an OnlyFans, but like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go." Right. <laughs> Very attractive, gorgeous man. Yes. Um, fun fact about me, I have only ever dated black men or been with black men. Okay. Yeah. Gorgeous, has a great job. I was like, oh my God, he's a whole fucking adult. We exchange pictures. I send him tons of pictures of me. You mean, like, like, I have to yeah, say please this jump in wherever. Because uh, as a third party viewer in this whole thing, um, uh, this dude also real slick i gotta say um offered to buy christina lingerie actually oh, yeah. sent her a website what? that was like what lingerie do you like which without spoil any spoiler alerts would have been major big dick energy had he yo that's turned out lit to be. yeah right what? that's yeah damn right? so he was long distance no. no, he no. was in Wilmington. Literally, like, one of the second gonna... conversations oh, we gotcha. had, he was like, it started off like, what's your style? And, like, me being, like, goofy me. I'm like, well, I love secondhand stuff, and, like, I love dressing up, and da-da-da-da. And, like, it led him to eventually be like, what oh, kind of lingerie do you like? So, yeah, yeah, and, like, I always look at the Playful Promise page because everything on there is gorgeous, and I'm just sending stuff. Fresh. Yeah, exactly. Fresh. I love I it. That up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and was sending stuff and was like, I'm not sending you anything, by the way. Like, you need to buy it. And he was like, I do what I want. And I was like, oh, God. Oh God. Uh, yes, and then it was not- like, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. 
So I picked one I liked, and he was like, this is perfect. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get it for you, and, like, it'll just be a fun surprise when I see you. It's going to be a few weeks before I get it. Cool. Okay. So we still talk. Again, I send, you know, the whole point of what we're going to be talking about is, like, I'm a fat chick, yeah. and I have no problem saying that I'm fat at all. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, in conversation, even, like, would have said something about being fat. Has gotten plenty of videos, gotten ass, gotten tits, gotten all of it. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. Videos, you know Fact what I mean? Facts. Yeah. Um, so, we're talking for, I don't know, maybe a week, week and a half. We decide to meet up. Okay, okay. And he comes over. Roommates leave. They're very sweet. I had the house to myself. Oh, you tell them to leave? Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you Shout tell out, Karina and Joe. They also Gang. were making crockpot stuff, and they specifically said, oh, no, will it smell too meaty in here? Yeah, her boyfriend was worried. <laughs> <laughs> for the meat smell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, frankly, that's already a turn on for me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be ready to go by the time he gets here. Every 30 minutes we go in that crockpot. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> is that pork I smell? Pig dick energy from me. Yeah, uh, exactly. So Justin shows up, gorgeous, okay. you know, comes over, sits on the couch, comes with a joint, like, oh, wants to sit down and talk. We have, like, very good conversation, like, talking about things that I want to do in the future and what he's working on and Seriously? you know like we smoke we chill we chit chat we go outside and smoke a cigarette come back in we've probably been hanging out for an hour and a half too as a side note mm-hmm. during all of this one of the first conversations is that Christina has two cats that he was not aware of oh. and he made the point you talking about cats? Said, I don't talk about my cats when I'm going to be meeting up with people. Also, I rarely Daniel, have people I come to my house. I saw it on Snapchat. After. Look, the whole time I was there during the shoot, two cats, you say. Yeah. I did not see he one of them. And I looked for yeah. the cats. They were in the closet. Were they really? Yeah. Which we ended up shutting them in when you took pictures of that. In that yeah, I kept hearing. I had wigs for you. Ooh, oh, yeah, we yes. have wigs for you. Sorry. Oh, fun fact, because you need to put pictures of it. Uh, while Daniel was over at my house, he scored a sweet yes. uh, pink, what do we call dress. it? It's a dress, but it, it was it's ordered. Like no, it was ordered from like um, like a maid's okay. warehouse site. Okay. Oh, oh, really? You know, like wholesale hotel oh, maid oh, outfits, and it's like old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it was for my tonight. Lucy and Ethel Halloween costume a few years ago when I was Lucy. Well, I thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so comfortable, and I will wear it for something. Cool I don't know what I'm going to wear it for, but you know I'm going to wear that thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But anyway, so she has caps, and it, so they haven't been brought he had up. an out, by the way. I think that's what you're going... That's what I'm getting at yeah. here, is that he recognized that she had cats as soon as he walked in, and he said, I have a cat allergy. And then... Still proceeded to stick around, hang out, have this conversation, etc. Okay, okay, okay. So that's just, uh, you know, I'm just setting this. The preface, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. You're she's way better at context than yeah, I am, so please literally context, jump in at any time. So, you know, we're having a great time. Things start to get serious. I like, you know, undress. As a fat girl, I do have this split moment second of like, oh fuck. I wish I had, like, pulled up my underwear a little bit before I, like, took off this wrap dress because, like, this is what he's getting first thing. I'm worried about my stomach, of all things. Yeah, okay, okay. So, like, we, you know, start fooling around. I truly have, like, never been more proud of myself and was a true, like, porn hub moment, like, bent over. Only fans, Kirby Poet. A, you know, yeah. like, bent over in front of the refrigerator. There's a handprint still there. Uh <laughs> 
Which, as a fat girl, I kind of love that as the metaphor anyway of getting, like, <laughs> fooling around. I'm like, hang on a second, open it, get a snack, Eat close a it. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a whole thing. That's spicy. Uh, is in the air, like we said. Yeah. Yo, yeah. literally right there. Yeah, the power cut was right there. Yeah. Why do you think I stayed in the kitchen? Are you yes. kidding me? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Yeah. The kitchen for the first. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, I thankfully, like, you know, he got me off. I was all right. We move into the living room. I, right. like, you know, sit down. I'm, like, into giving him a blowjob. We do that whole thing. Great. He, too, gave a great performance. Like, At one point, I, this is yeah. again, sorry, I just got to say. No, context, say it, say it, please. Say uh, Christina's eyes were watering during oh the blowjob. Oh. And he reached down. Oh, I and forgot about wiped that. her tears. Why are you still giving the blowjob? While I was actively yeah. still doing the blowjob. And I, like, afterwards when we were talking about it, right. I was like, that was right some up. intimate shit right there. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. a heavy-duty blowjob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, angels were singing. It was really nice. It was a nice moment. Uh, <laughs> As I was, like, you know, stoned, red-eyed, like, sweating, like, uh, yeah. No, again, crying, because I'm like, uh, Moisture <laughs> everywhere, you yeah. guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Juices are flowing, all right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Which segues to, uh, he came. Okay. <laughs> he got off. Shout out to coming. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, just guys doing dude stuff. <laughs> also, he's very sweet. He, like, came on my chest, and then went and got a paper towel. As a side note, he wiped my chest off, and then left the paper towel on my fucking counter. Oh, that's... <laughs> We should have known. We should have known. This was all And, like, granted, my trash can is not out invisible, but, like, you can ask a bitch where a trash can is, you know? <laughs> like, you're a whole adult. He tucks it I into roommates. his... He, like, tucks it into his shirt like a bib. Yeah, it's like an ass now. hilarious. I, like, hold it in origami. before he came on your chest, he got the paper towel and tucked it into, like... I'm not. I'm assuming you weren't wearing a shirt, but if you were wearing a shirt, <laughs> is that a red flag for you? Would you stop then if they were like, you know what? Lobster might happen, but instead, no. I mean, frankly, I, I think that's very considerate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jot that down, folks. Because also, oh, then God. after it happens, nobody Case. has to get up and go get said paper towel. Yeah, you still gotta ask for a trash can eventually, but you know, it, the, it was the forethought. But yeah, I didn't even know. He should have at least been like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna put this here. He's like, like, a, like a kid with their mom, like, here's trash. Yeah, here's gum. Take, this. take it. I'm done with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. you. That is uh, whatever yeah. the opposite of a boner is. That's what I have mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, oh, that's fucking hilarious. So, so, you know, we chit-chat a little bit longer. Uh, so, a few things here. Fitness. I am not a person who's like, oh, let's hang out again. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I am very cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we finished, he left. I, like, let the cats be free and, like, you know, uh, lived my life. But before he left, he was saying things like, oh, yeah, you're off on, this was on, like, a Tuesday. You're off on Thursday and Friday. I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he made another comment that was, uh, yeah, we're not going to tell people we met on Tinder, kind of implying, like, we're going to see each other again. You, we're going to see people, and when we see him, it's like, oh, we didn't meet on Tinder, because he was like, you're a dope girl, da 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 oh, okay. Like, you're okay. cool, He's, that like, kind setting of thing. it up, like, oh, let's think of our couple story. Which, right, exactly. And, like, I did not lean, I didn't even respond to that, really. Said, uh, all right. Uh, all right. All right, now. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got to go. Dear Diary, Justin had a really funny joke today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
So he leaves, and, you know, life is grand, and I'm feeling good about myself, and I'm like, again... Post-orgasmic bliss. Mm-hmm. Good glow. the cum yeah. towel out. Meat is still in the air. Steve, yeah. Still in the air. Yeah. yeah. Still yeah. Stronger good. than ever. Yeah. Yes. Life is good. Yeah. Um, so we carry on with life, and I don't remember exactly. I feel like maybe I, like, texted him once, and he did respond, and then, like, he didn't for a while. Okay. And then he texted me one time super late. This was so stupid, by the way. About... Texted me at like almost midnight or something. I'm not like, talking for a while, right? Yeah, for like a week yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, about a week. Uh huh. Hey, are you up? Oh no, he was like, "Are you mobile?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" In general. And he what? like described, like gave me the definition of mobile. He was like, "Can you get up from where you are and go somewhere else?" And I was like, "LOL, you're trying to get like a booty call. Like I'm trying to play it." And he's like. No, I'm at an art basil. I'm going to come back to that in a second. And I wanted your opinion on some art because, like, you'd been in my house and, like, shout out to my cool-ass walls. Good um, wall. Good walls. Art basil, by the way, though, is a art festival. Is it art basil or art basil? I think it's, isn't it basil. It probably. I think, I think it's, it's, I think well, it's, it's B-A-S-E-L. So, however you want to pronounce it. But yes. I do think it's art basil. But right. it's held in... Like, it originated in a place that's called Basil. Like, B-A-S. Yeah. 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 So, it's a one-time one, one time thing. It's not, like, an umbrella term for, like, certain art. Fe- okay, that's... I'm that's, going way okay, too far. he was an art Basil. He claimed. Claimed. But art And claimed he was usually... texting me at almost midnight to get an opinion on, like, artwork. And then never sent that artwork. And literally, I'm like, LOL, I hope I hear back about what this is. It's in Miami, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in Miami. Probably not. No. Quote unquote. Probably, Probably not. not. He doesn't want to read. But either way, hitting her up at midnight to be like, "You got an opinion on this artwork?" That's so weird. And he also, by the way, uh, for more context, like uh, he mentioned that he had like played football in college, and like he actually like is a lawyer, and like now works for like a medical. Like he's got his shit together, and I I believe that in the sense that. I got a picture of him in scrubs working at, like, New Hanover. You know, like, it's all very likely, okay? And I was like, oh, my God. This guy comes over with goodies, is super easy to talk to, had a great time, like, super easy conversation, you know, pretty good sex. Frankly, I wish he could say more, but he was starting to puff up a little bit, like, cats, you know? (laughs) And literally left it thinking, like, sweet. Like, we're going to do this again. Yeah. Not, again, for Fuck me. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the benefits. It's going to be cool yeah. every now yeah. and then. Uh, so, I guess, I don't know how much more time. Thank you. I always do that. Uh, a lot of time went by. Not a lot. Like, maybe a week, week and a half. So after yeah. the art basil thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hadn't really heard from him. And I'm not the kind of person that's, like, going to send you messages like, hey. Um, but we went out for the first time in Wilmington and forever, just this, uh, place shout called, COVID. Yeah. shout out COVID, shout yeah. out satellite in yeah. Wilmington, North Carolina. Shout out satellite. I yeah. 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 Cool school. place. Yep. Yeah. Um, and like had a drink or two and was feeling like frisky. And so I sent a message that was like, I feel like I'm being ghosted. <clears throat> Let me pull up the text message. <laughs> she has receipts, folks. Oh, I got receipts. I got receipts. Keep your receipts. Don't delete your text messages. In tax and in drama. Keep your receipts. Uh, So I said, I feel like I'm being ghosted. And he says, no, I'm sorry, I can't ghost you. And I said, oh, yeah, it doesn't quite feel like it. And then I get this. We're, like, driving home. We've had a good night. I'm like, yeah, he's saying he's he's not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. We're jamming out in Hamilton. I'm getting chicken nuggets from Wendy's. I'm having a great night. You know, just all the things. And then I get this. But I have to be honest. Oh I also don't think we're going to be repeating. You're a dope girl, although he said you're like 
the wrong, wrong, wrong girl. Canceled. I know. Red, exactly. red flag. <laughs> Please. Uh, you're a dope girl, but physically it just wouldn't work for me. Not that you're big, which again, LOL, like, uh, I no problem saying I'm big and fat. That's fine. So not that you're big, but those bumps and lesions between your inner thighs and on your pussy, I just can't get behind. I'm sorry it won't be something a bit longer lasting. Wish nothing but all the good things to you. A heart. And I said, damn, okay, appreciate your honesty, but that's also fucked. What? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, again, just to recap, you're a dope girl. Physically, it won't work. Bumps, uh, which we're going to talk about. Lesions, which is, like, the most offensive word. And, like, and also... they're not on your pussy. They're 100... Yeah, uh, they're uh, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen them and yeah. documented them. Photos to come, like... Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that a lot more. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know... Physically, it just won't work for him. Oh but it God. certainly worked enough to come on your chest and to have... Yeah. So, yeah, to speak about that just for a split second is like, that's funny because you saw those within the first few seconds of us fooling around. Yeah. And then the you still... in front of the fucking refrigerator. Yeah, and then you still, you know, like... And I'm none the wiser to how you feel about this. You still, you know, follow me in the living room and you still get a blowjob and you still come and hang out and say this bullshit about, like, we're going to hang out again and, like... That's what was or happening. Or Tinder story or yeah, whatever. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, he's the one attempting to set the narrative at all that he's interested in a repeat mm -hmm. when that wasn't even the implication of you guys hanging out in right. the first place. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. And also, I have to, like, literally, I am thinking that he, within seconds of him seeing, he had this opinion, and this is something I don't even remember if I mentioned to and you. And was still in your house for an hour. Yeah, well, yeah, that for sure, but, like... Uh, you know, to be fully transparent, I remember this moment where I'm, like, in it, and I'm, like, you know, something about, do you like my pussy? Mm -hmm. And this one thing that he said, which I didn't think about then, that oh. I've, like, repeated over and over, oh is he says, I like what I feel. So, oh, wow. and in that Jesus moment, Christ. I am not thinking about anything about no, why would that you think being about negative. Being right, right. You know what I mean? Because yeah, what he's saying is what's not being, like, you, <sighs> Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. When you think about that, it's like, okay. That yeah, so that after the fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hindsight. Mm -hmm. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Jesus. So, I'm curious, though, because yeah. you don't exchange photographs. So, do you not... Correct. That's why I'm confused. Yeah, again, so, like, you have receipts of... There's literally a photo of, like, Sarah and I being silly and or a video of her smacking my ass, and you can see... OnlyFans, Kirby Poet. But... Kirby Poet. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um... The so, live photos have me laughing like Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's very and silly. So. But like, yeah, <laughs> Daniel can confirm. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but no, he definitely got documentation. Like he got, you know, yeah. tits and Christina he got does ass not and hide any part of herself. Right. By no means did I. You know, here. like when we we're talking about the photo shoot we did, I wasn't like this and like showing the bumps that we'll talk about more on my inner thighs. He didn't necessarily get that, but. There was plenty of visuals to say she doesn't have a an ass like a baby's ass. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, it's right. not that smooth and soft. Right, right, right. right. right it's right. just again saying that like there was no Photoshop happening. There were no airbrushing effects. There was no makeup covering bumps. There was no special angles. It was very authentic. Like mm -hmm. he had all of the clues he would have had going into it and, and it's not, not even like he had it, like two or three pictures like, like multiple yeah. while he's there and you guys remember he had the out of being allergic to cats, cats. 
Oh, he had plenty you of You could outs. just be like, bro, I'm going to go into anaphylactic shock. I'm going to get out of here. And leave. Yeah. And that's also out to never hang out again. Your your clothes have cat hair on them. I'm allergic to cat. That you would know make what I mean? Sense. Right? You'd be like, oh, shit. Okay. Foiled by cats. There it goes. Yeah. Such is life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right, but also and this podcast would be happening of my cat happening. tattoo. Yeah. But anyways, whatever. <laughs> I just thought she liked them on her skin, right? Yeah. Not in like her house. Like seen in public. Like, yeah. oh, I, like, I, I know what a cat is. I've seen those, and I like the way they're shaped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, people do have tiger tattoos, and they, well, like, they don't have yeah, pet yeah, tigers. Yeah. This I, is very okay. true. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> Justin, what the fuck are you doing, Justin? It's rude. And where's the lingerie, Justin? Yeah, it should be in by now. Where's the lingerie? Oh, what the fuck? He, that is a liar. Yeah. Yeah. So you like, and uh, where's the art, Justin? Yeah. Where's the art? Spell basil. Yeah. Pronounce it. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us how to, so we can talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more. So. Did he respond to the text messages of you saying that's fucked? That was, that was that's it. That's all she wrote? Yeah, that was it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which also, like. I'm going to give credit to Christina right now for not only sharing the story and talking about it, and we'll talk more about how she documented it and has really taken the narrative into her own hands, which is incredibly difficult anyway. Yes, But also, fucking props to you anyway for responding the way you did, Mm -hmm. for saying it's fucked. Yeah. Without giving him more vulnerability or emotion than he fucking deserves Mm -hmm. or could even obviously handle. Yeah. But, you know, you just have handled it. Like a bad bitch. I'm Super well. Yes. I'm so. Very mature. Absolutely. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Emotional intelligence. We love it. Yes. yes. Wow. So after that experience, obviously he didn't say anything back to you. So did mm-hmm. it make you feel kind of a way? Because obviously these are normal and common, you know, bumps. As mm-hmm. we call it. There's a word for it. We'll get into it in a second. Yeah, yeah. So how did you kind of take that afterwards? Um, so I like broke, uh, you know, just to be honest and transparent. And like, this is one of the things Sarah and I talked about yesterday and I like, side note, I'm a crier. So like yesterday I cried about it because I almost feel like, uh, being fake isn't the right word here. It's just like kind of the thing that I'm thinking in my head because on one hand I felt like, fuck this shit. You know, like I'm going to document these bumps. I'm going to take pictures. Like I want to talk about it. Like I know this is not only happening to me. But I uh, am fake because, like, that's what it looks like. But internally, I'm, like, crumbling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like the thing the thing about my body that I have no control over. It, and the thing that I was like, that's not the thing. Because it's like, I didn't think, there was one split second where I was like, maybe he saw the bumps and, like, wasn't into it. And I was like, nah, 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 But nah. the thing that I reminded Christina of yesterday, and I'll say here again, is that that, to me, is part of taking control of a situation is the fact that you are moved to do it because it is uncomfortable. Right. Because you have this conflicting understanding of how it's affecting you, but also simultaneously the anger you're feeling yeah. about it and the, you know, like feeling of needing to justify something or validate or even just put it into your own words. Mm-hmm. Like he has his version of it. Right. So you get to have yours and yeah, you know, you're allowed to feel both. There yeah. is room for both in this experience, but also in your telling of it. Yeah. You but know? like true p- transparency, like I need to make sure everyone is fully aware that like, you know, I also just like crumbled into your bed. I ended up spending the night at your house that night anyways. Yeah. Cause we had been out and just like, boohooed in bed and like called out of the work you know the next day because I was like I just can't with fucking life right now and like you know 
I am 34 and have spent like most of my 30s kind of like rebuilding my own image of myself and getting away from covering my body and being ashamed and not wearing crop tops and you know like not taking up space trying to shrink and so like you know I am you know comfortable in this and this this. struggle and then that happens and I like I I you know, crumbled yeah, and converted, yeah. yeah, went back to old tendencies and, and mm, intrusive thoughts. And, yeah. And like, yeah. we'll probably talk yeah. about it again, but like I, you know, am, um, a cutter. I started cutting when I was in high school mm-hmm. and, you know, so we're talking like, you know, 14, 15 years of it off and on by no means is it ever like consistent, but this year has been shit for me and my mental health and I've reverted to old familiarities that are comfortable and, yes. you know, like the, the reality is, like, I did cut because of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I applaud you for being so transparent about that. That's, 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 that's difficult. Yes, again, yeah, that's very hard. Golf claps all Yeah, around. absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yes, I want to get into that. So yeah. that's the next part we're going to go into of kind of what he called lesions. Right, right, right. what right, they right. actually are and how common they are. Yeah. Because right. it's funny because I, I have those. I never realized what it was mm-hmm. called. But I thought one time it was like a, a tumor or something. Mm-hmm. Of course, so I was, yeah. I freaked, I really freaked out until I, you sent me the, the outline for the day. I didn't know it was called that. Yeah. So um, there is a skin thing called, I feel like you've been pronouncing it the best. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, it is um, hydradenitis superativa. So and it's called HS for just short. We're going to refer to it as HS from HS. here on out. Yes, so, I'm not saying it. The technical definition uh, is it's a chronic systemic inflammatory condition where an overactive immune system contributes to inflammation below the surface of the skin. And it creates like layers of skin and bumps under there mm. as well as like nodules. A big thing with HS2 is like it builds tracks, tracks and tunnels under the skin. Oh, so if, if you have one, it could easily come back. So, basically, oh, is really? the theory behind that. Yeah. And that's also where the scars come from. Right. Because technically the skin isn't fully healed from that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of it's basing also, in your in mm-hmm. your definition the layman's term of it is that it's an autoimmune thing which means that it's inherent in us it can be genetic it can be hormonal things like that but literally it's your body your immune system attacking what essentially is just a clogged follicle yeah. like hair follicle or skin pore the thing is that your body attacks it and turns thinks it's way worse than it actually is, and so it turns into one of these more like the common term I guess could be like cystic acne almost yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. worse. And it the reason why it is so often related to fat people is because skin touches more, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also is, like even on a skinny body, if you have it, it concentrates in armpits, groin for both where, men and women. Those are yeah, the common spots under yeah. right, exactly. It's yeah. not just like oh yeah, our skin's rubbing together and that's so what's happening. We're talking about some of the most not only intimate parts of ourselves, but parts of ourselves that don't normally get seen until you're in an intimate moment. And a lot of reasons, and for anyone listening that might have this, you know, it is something that I challenge you to talk to not only your parents, especially if you are, if you have it or your siblings, but even your friends, because it isn't just a size thing. As we've been talking about this, getting ready for this podcast, Mm -hmm. I've talked to several of my friends who Mm -hmm. would never be considered plus size, fat, even, you know, curvy or overweight, and they have them. You know, it's something that was largely um, 
I won't say ignored, but misunderstood. Well, and people are talking community. about it. Like, did you tell any of your friends, like, <coughs> I got a possible tumor growing in between my thighs? I did not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely who wants not. to walk around and talk about it? Yeah, because I was terrified. And I think our think minds go to that skin rub, chub rub, that kind of idea. You of think like, of it being uh, hygienic based? Yeah. Like, oh, this is sweat. This is something Oh, like I remember that. having it, like, you know, now that I realize what it is, I remember going to the pediatrician with my mom when I was a kid because I had these kinds of bumps. And it was always like, oh, she's a kid. You're not wiping the right way. You're not, you know, you're not, uh, yeah. you're missing something in the shower. Like, it's something you're doing. Just like when people are like, oh, if you have acne, it's because you're like eating fried foods and like doing this bullshit. Like, not nah. washing your face and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Right. So, that is what HS is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's, again, uh, not lesions. Not <laughs> at all. Justin. Yeah. yeah. It's not contagious. Not contagious at all. It's not something that is even lifestyle based. There mm-hmm. are things that are autoimmune that obviously can be helped or hindered by different dietary things or ac- activities and things like that. But it is stress based, hormonal based, genetics. Yeah. Men and women get it. Women we, are three times more likely right, to get it, they say. Yeah. But, yeah. Some stats. Uh, yeah. So women are three times more likely to get HS than men. Genetics, HS can run in families. More than 30% of people with HS have a family member also has it. Mm, and they say it in here has the disease, you know what I mean? It, Which yes. is also oh, like a wow. very powerful word here. It is. Um, age range, HS usually develops during adolescence or in young adults in early 20s. It rarely develops anytime past 55. As wow. in for the first time. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's right. chronic. So it's something that you'll have forever. Yeah, it doesn't And it's away. something that, yeah. like we said, can come into, I don't want to say, um, you know, like outbreaks or something, or what's the word with like herpes? And <laughs> it's not herpes, yeah. everybody, but you know, it's it not herpes. It's but an it flare ups. Yeah. Flare ups is flare the Flare ups, yes. Yeah. So you can have flare ups because, again, it's, it's environmental just as much as it is internal. Mm-hmm. So for women, for example, when you go through, you know, periods and you have, uh, PMS and you have these hormonal spikes and dips and things like that that can trigger them mm-hmm. as we know uh, if you are a person a human out there who menstruates that you have a lot of not just with hormonal changes but with those come stress changes with also affect it and so it really kind of turns into this not only vicious cycle but something that is so many variables you know what I mean? it has so many things that can affect it there's not one size fits all treatment it's still largely misunderstood mm, um yeah, it's yeah. something that honestly if you guys are listening to this on your phones you'll probably start getting hs clinical research ads on facebook uh, Learn something. we've been learning about it a lot since yeah. been popping up yeah. but that just means that they're starting to do more research on this there's awesome. not you know which is awesome but it's also something that means they don't know much about it yet right you know right. and um it's something that it is humbling to know how many people do struggle with this, sure. but it's something that feels so lonely before conversations like this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, honestly, yeah. like I never talked about it Why with anybody until like you and I met just because so much of like our experiences and like growing up as fat girls are so similar that it yeah. was like, oh yeah, well I can talk about this openly. So as a side note, Christina and I met, so Daniel and I know each other from way back in the Palladium High Point Gosh, days. Yeah, all high school days, yeah, yeah. Find the pics online, there are many. Um, <laughs> there are. Daniel eats free, pass the syrup please. Oh. Uh, we got it, we got it. Uh, <laughs> but Christina and I met at um, a job that we both had in Wilmington. And funnily enough, we were basically paired together a match we essentially were told by an hr person that we were both put in the same group for a thing at work on purpose because christine and i though we worked totally different schedules and totally different departments were often mistaken for one another because people would describe us as oh do you know that tall 
like I'm assuming fat. Maybe people didn't say that, but we just are right. whatever. Some reference. Let's say plus size, tall, yeah, probably, curly yeah. haired, loud chicks, and they're like, "Oh, you mean Christina?" And they're like, "No, I think your name's Sarah," mm. and then vice versa. Yeah. Oh, and so, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we were put together in a group, and we ended up exchanging information and hanging out. And um, it was something that I think both of us had not really experienced ever being friends with someone that related so much in these ways, as in like our bodies and things like that. Yes. Um, and so we I feel like there's that like quote out there that's like, you know, friendship begins when you meet somebody and they're like, oh yeah, me too. And like, yeah. which feels weird to say because me too. But I mean, <laughs> you know, literally yeah. it was one of those things where, you know, good. not only did we get along in so many like, you know, the way we see things, like political stuff, but again, just having like, you know, a like, person that understands what it actually feels like versus just hearing what I'm saying it feels like. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. There's wow. there's sympathy and there's empathy and there's shared experiences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, and that's was a great basis for our friendship, but I think also um, we have both individually grown to have these kind of conversations mm-hmm. with other people, including yeah. you and everyone listening here, um, because we started having these conversations yeah, with each other. and the more yeah. you talk yeah. about it, the easier it becomes. So yeah, Absolutely. oh exactly. Dealing with it is a lot easier. We'll yeah, open. Yeah. So, I, so I think Christina had something also about HS and how it's become more mainstream and more talked about with um, a famous model, mm-hmm. um, Hunter McGrady. Yeah, super she sick. is a super gorgeous, yeah. amazing uh, Sports Illustrated model. Mm-hmm. She got great thigh brows, mm. that fast. Yes. Do recommend, mm. and I believe you have a yeah. quick story about that. Yeah, so I mean, besides us having a shared experience, like the beauty of Instagram is finding these like very fat, positive people who are just like shameless and mm-hmm. you know, kind of Being like those things. Yeah, and what they're doing. And oh, I didn't put it here. Sorry, let me move it here. Tee-hee. Before we get to that, I have a yeah. question. Yeah. Obviously, you had more sexual partners before yeah. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Were there any issues with that before? Well, I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no, um, because I do think, like, my HS has, like, gotten a lot worse. Like, I remember okay. having yeah. issues in my 20s, mm-hmm. um, and I think it went away quicker. Like, the scars were just kind of there, but I'm at a point now where, like, I do have more active... Scars. And scars and bumps, and, and, bumps, and yeah. so it's a yeah. lot more prevalent. But, I mean, it kind of goes along, too, with what we were talking about yesterday, like, this whole thing of, like... In my 20s, I was afraid of showing my body because yes. of scars. And, like, my scars are pretty minimal, you know. cutting scars? Cutting scars, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, that opens it up to any scars, really. But, like, I was afraid of cutting scars because I always cut on, like, my right hip or my right thigh. And, like, if I'm going to be with somebody, it's there. So, I had, like, different ways of kind of hiding my body in that way. And that wasn't even a concern. And I was also wow. very much always worried so, about stomach and being a fat girl. In a way, it's almost like you finally got to the point where you truly were able to probably for one of the first times put all of yourself into an experience mm-hmm. or allow or open up the space for you to have that yeah. full experience and then in this case it literally got thrown into your face mm-hmm. yeah 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 so um you know like i'm obsessed with the idea that as we're seeing more fat people be fat and proud and show their body online mm-hmm. like hunter mcgrady back in uh i don't know july she had originally posted something in her stories about, like, she was laying out in her backyard in a bathing suit. And she had, like, a bump right here, and she took a picture. And her said, inner thigh. Her inner thigh, sorry. Uh, and said something like, you know, do you guys get these bumps? Like, uh, I've never not had these. Da, da, da. She got so many responses on just the story she posted that she made an actual post and said, let's talk about butts. 
Earlier today, I shared a story. I love butts. Mm. Yes. Had me at butts. Let's talk about right? butts. Hey. Shout out to butts. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier today, I shared a story basically telling my followers that I don't remember a time where I didn't have some kind of ingrown or pimple or something between my legs and butt. Got an influx of DMs from both women and men saying that they felt that they were the only ones who experienced this. Wow. Well, let's normalize it. And she goes through just talking about like, you know, I've never had a smooth pimple-free butt. I've never had smooth inner thighs. It didn't have cellulite or stretch marks or bumps or scars. Um, you know, it's important to remember on social media that we're like getting the perfect version of somebody, which yes. kind of plays into, you know, what we want to talk about too. And what like, what our conversation initially was, was almost like, you know, when you go on Pornhub and you're looking at BBW or mm-hmm. you're looking for some curvy chick. Daniel doesn't do that. Oh, never, obviously. Ew! <laughs> Isn't he still a virgin? Things jiggle? Yeah. What? Seeing any of that stuff freaks me out. Uh, Disgusting. Mm. He was blindfolded with the whole shoot. Yeah, he's also covering his ears right now. Uh, (laughs) Um, But, uh... Basically, it still is is under this guise of... And this is kind of an aside, but something that Christina and I talked about when we we were kind of talking about what we wanted to talk about today um, is that we have... I love the word normalize with our generation yes. in so many things that is can be the goal of what so many conversations today are normalizing things and things that were such big problems in very recent generations and very recent even years in our own years past like our generation mm-hmm. just earlier um, we've become to normalize things however when you start normalizing things it inherently kind of just shifts that that like idea of whatever the opposite of normalizing would be to these other aspects, right? So for example, we are now so, like the word cellulite and stretch marks, I would argue, like even though they used to be um, very frequently airbrushed and things like that, mm. they're not, they're, those are things that aren't just related to fat people right. and exactly, just fat yeah. bodies. Yeah. These are just bodies, right? right? Yeah. And so then when, so it became way easier to digest, mm-hmm. right? When you start seeing all models and just are, you know, we've all seen those pictures of girls that are slouching all the way over to say that they have roles. Right. Here, you know, uh, if you're a girl who does that, cool, well, I see what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, do your thing. But the point is, is that it has just become more, um, the impetus has basically grown to where you have to become even more vulnerable with yourself mm-hmm. to really show these intricate things like yeah. the bumps and things like that because the conversation has shifted from just cellulite and stretch marks thank god because again we Truly. all have them everyone right but now it's a whole new breed of things that are so much more risky to share because we don't know if those are ever like stretch marks and cellulite we see on the beach and we see on yep. bodies that we aspire to have mm-hmm. but these things that are inherently more intimate because of where they literally exist just anyway and even things that we're not even talking about right now with our with hs but just issues that are more hidden right in order to normalize them we have to show such a vulnerable part of ourselves and it really has changed the discourse online and in just regular private conversation but it's not an easy thing to do you know Mm -hmm. it's not an easy thing to do and it's something that i really applaud Anyone who's listening that has opened themselves up like that, Christina also, I've already given it to you, but I fucking love you for it. Mm-hmm. And Yay. it's something that really is not easy, and it's something that has a huge impact mm-hmm. on people. Yeah. You know, because again, we are talking, like everyone, yeah, everyone cheered when people stopped 
uh, photoshopping out cellulite, but like I said, we could all see the cellulite walking down the street, right? Exactly. If you were wearing the shorts and stuff. It wasn't a hidden it's not a big thing. Deal. Exactly. Yeah. These yeah. are like yeah. literally, you don't have to show these if you right. don't want to necessarily. Yeah. Right. Um, and hopefully we're all going to be able to eventually transition to a space where the Justins of the world pull their head out of their ass mm-hmm. and actually make it to where people can shamelessly normalize things and relate to people right. for things that are not individual and also for the things that are for everyone that's listening that has something that's way more rare and specific mm-hmm. to them and just as difficult and maybe you could have this conversation a million times and people don't say oh yeah me too that is still a worthwhile conversation to have uh-huh. yeah you know like the goal doesn't have to be to relate to people but it's amazing how many things we feel isolated in that can easily be related mm-hmm. on wow Whew. that's Sarah just went crazy on Sorry, that. Sorry, Dropping that knowledge so on the world today. That's good, though. Yeah. I never thought about, like, how normalizing can have the negative effects as right. well. Right. Because, again, I feel like it's it's not intentional ever, right? Right, but It right, just right. naturally shifts to where now we're talking about this. Right. And now this is okay. Mm-hmm. But there's still so much of people and bodies and lifestyles that are still pretty hard to talk about. And the thing is, and they're also hidden. And so it requires the person experiencing them to talk about it and that in and of itself is a fucking scary thing Mm -hmm. and it is a hard thing and it's a thing that makes you feel powerless a lot of times over things that you already are powerless for but the thing that I've reminded Christina of a lot is that that's how you regain power it's true right is to look it in the eye and decide that you're setting the narrative and that you're the person who's experienced it so who better to share right than you yeah right I'm with it so Fuck yeah to Christina and anyone else listening that is motivated to share a story that they're, um, you know, feeling yeah. alone in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Preach. How so. do, I'm, I'm curious. How do you think we could change the narrative where guys like Justin's and all that kind of unlearn that and get rid of body shaming and all that shit? I mean, that's such I a mean, loaded like, question, yeah, right? Because, and there's yeah. no Because, for example, answer. the Hunter McGrady thing. For all of the people that commented and said, oh my God, thank you for this, and you're so gorgeous, and this means the world to me, you know that there were a million, not just guys, but women also saying, you're a fat cow. Of course. You're disgusting. You know, and of course, that's the other side of making yourself vulnerable online, is because you open yourself up to both. Mm -hmm. And that's hugely rewarding and hugely fucking punishing at the exact same time. Yes, absolutely. And so, I mean, then it kind of goes into what our next topic on here was, what you already kind of ta- talked about was porn, right? Yeah. And I am, I think all three of us are pro-porn. We're not saying that yes. we're anti- you know, uh, Kirby Poet, OnlyFans. Kirby <laughs> 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 Poet! We're not like anti-sex workers at all. But we all are very, it'd be naive to say that um, the sex industry and porn itself hasn't set the narrative for what bodies act like, look like, feel like. Yes. You know, and that goes across the board for anything you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and truly that's just straight up like anything like oh not all dicks are 10 inches like long (laughs) as thick as a Pringle can and come like six times in a row yeah Yeah. and And all vaginas can take them with no problem whatsoever like one wouldn't be like looking that thing in the eye okay alright yeah so like you know it sets it up on both sides right so where to fix it who knows? You know what I mean? Like, when does it go back? I think the, the only thing to do now is to not only, A, empower women in the way that Christina and hopefully other women listening, or even, I won't even say women, people listening to this 
are able to have that reassurance in their mind that they are not the one wrong in the situation. Right. And also, hopefully, um, maybe even, and we have another thing to talk about this, are able to find a way to avoid those situations by being even more forthright in their own things they need to protect. Yeah. And I won't say vulnerabilities. I won't say anything like that. I literally mean the things that are important to you, um, being having that conversation with yourself to know what you're willing to let somebody into and experience. Right. right? Um, and that can change for everybody. And I think that literally kind of goes into what we had um, as a, another point, like further down, but yeah. I'm getting ahead of to, myself. To go on that, I think, mm. it's, I think we're making some progress with the... The fashion novas, the yeah, you know, you're yeah. seeing more like models who are plus size, and, right? You know, it's become way and, better. I mean, yeah, there's no better time to be a fat person right now than it was like as a medieval fucking very true queen with her tits out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, we yeah. still aspire to be, but like you mm-hmm. know, uh, take the hand I was dealt for now, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like it the the entire like narrative on it is so much more positive now than it ever has been Mm -hmm. but the fact is is that we're still not talking about the nitty gritty of yeah a guy's like I'm super into fat girls I like like, big bodies and soft bellies and thighs and asses that clap and all those things but uh, and I'm totally prepared for cellulite and dimples on your ass Mm -hmm. and stretch marks but then they're so caught off guard by I would venture to say like let's say HS but actual actual chub rub you like kind of mentioned it but like oh yeah rub. you're right chafing sucks yes. and that shit it happens mm-hmm. yes happens yeah. whether you want it to or not and it can be red and ugly and fucking mm-hmm. you know unsightly um, but it's again a that's what happens when bodies are shaped in this way mm-hmm. right and it's a matter of actually having the true understanding because like I guess the goal in being body positive is to somehow still not fetishize it right right and to try and put it in a box of like that's the other thing is that body positive to so many people means fat positive and it does in a lot of ways but it also means truly body positive as in allowing yourself to be open and receptive to whatever intricacies a body has mm-hmm. and that means invisible illnesses. That means chronic illnesses. That means mobility issues. That means so many things. I mean, like it's like honoring the space that people exist in, right? Yes. And that space is going to be full of like you know that. all yeah. kinds of things from you yes. know head to toe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's a thing that we also all I feel like a lot of us take for granted because you know we're a pretty elevated group, the three of us right here. Uh, hashtag woke and all that. That like uh-huh. we, you know <laughs> we I'm sure kind of assume that people are like that because right. that's who we surround ourselves yeah. with, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have our guards down anyway until that person rears its ugly fucking yes. Justin Tindered-ass head. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're like, oh, people like you still fucking exist? They didn't even know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 It's that's like crazy. It, our guards are so down from it, you know? And that's, again, something that fat girls like, like Christina and myself have always looked forward to the day that we didn't have to worry and whatever. But that still is there. Yeah. And it can feel worse now because, again, I would say even in your 20s when you probably were more feeble in your own relationship with your body Mm -hmm. and the space you existed in and things like that, you were also, you had that wall way up. Mm -hmm. You would have expected it. It, pro- it would have hurt, but probably in a totally different way than it hurts right now. Oh, right, yeah. That's, you know I mean? right, that's the whole point. It's like... And so it's it, it has those things with it. It just comes and goes. And, you know, I think that um, it's 
brand new territory yeah. for a lot of people, you know? And plus, also, this dude was in his late 30s. He's yeah, older like than you. Yeah, like mid to late 30s. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was a grown-ass yeah, no, man. That's a grown-ass yeah. man, yeah. I should I should say that also. Oh, my grown-ass God. Man. That's disappointing, Justin. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. rough. Justin. Do you think there's a way to normalize even that? The... the HS and all that and well, show that you know one of your points that like when we were talking before is like this idea of is having a preference problematic I love that question yes, and, yes which, yeah, which I, I keep thinking about that. here kind of like what Sarah was talking about too I love this you know like question. is a preference problematic is it possible fat phobia if you are somebody who says like oh I'm into curvy chicks you or know the what opposite I mean? that I'm not right. into curvy oh chicks. yeah right. exactly exactly yeah. and there's levels to that obviously well one of the first conversations that Christine and I ever got into uh, so as a side note, um, I minored in sociology of interpersonal relationships. Okay. Okay. So with that, I took a lot of classes about different things, whether it was race relations, home life. I took sexual deviance as a class, which was a wow. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Recommend it. Um, and one of the first questions, and Christina actually mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, was that she has only ever been with black men. Okay. And I said... Did you know that technically there is a theory in sociology that any preference, whether it's body type, race, whatever, whether it's positive or negative, like she's not saying I don't date black men, right? She's saying I date black men that I said is technically falls under a kind of racism. Right. Or at least when we're talking yeah. about or, races specifically. Okay. Yes. And yes. so with that, the same logic would apply to if you have a body type preference, it could be fat phobia or whatever. Exactly. So, right. and of course she was none too pleased by that, uh, by that realization potentially, but it's true because again... It is the idea of a preference based on this theory, and I'm very on the fence about it, which is why I love this question, but um, based on this theory, um, the idea of a preference implies that you have summed people up, you've minimized them, and all of their differences down to this one thing. Yes. Right? Assuming, like, in her case, like, we'll take someone who doesn't date black people, actually, as, like, just a random person, right? I don't date black people, so, therefore, you you can dissect that sentence into so you assume all black men are at least exist somewhat the same yes. because you are able to write them off right same goes with fat people mm-hmm. skinny people because mm-hmm. I mean there are plenty of men who say I don't take skinny girls especially now mm-hmm. you know yes. um, they're not good in bed I feel like it's so often the one I hear that's usually and all of course I hear, also people yeah. saying to me and as the Christina Ken uh, I'm sure uh, you know authenticate and like relate to is that Men, stop doing this, please. Uh, stop insulting other women to hype up the girl you're talking to. Yeah, okay. never, uh, you gotta stop thank you. that. I've been told that yeah. years and years and years ago. Thank goodness for who it was. But you I remember that. You gotta it, stop. It's Oof. really not... It's not, it's not doing anybody any yeah, favor. It ain't cute. Yeah. It ain't cute. No. Yeah, not at all. And also, if you're a girl who's into that, stop that. Yeah. Let people be loved mm-hmm. and for themselves. And you know what I mean? Just like support people. But mm-hmm. that being said, we all got preferences. That's very true. Right? right? Yes. And so, like I said, I'm super on the fence. Like, I, I want, definitely want to hear you guys' opinion on it. This is just, like, based on conversations I've been having for years. Like, yeah. and the ones that stick out in my head. But, like, I don't know because I understand the theory behind it. I understand the potential problematicness, right? But if we're talking about humans, do you know anyone who truly is, like, the whole I don't have a type, it's, like... But do you really not have a type? So you do have a type, because we get down to nitty gritty and the details. And their girlfriends, you end up all, their the girlfriends and boyfriends always all look the same, right? Like yeah, everyone exactly. I, yeah, yeah. Everyone I've yeah. dated looks the same. Right. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I, it's it's ridiculous. Um, Maybe not on purpose, but no, end totally. Up being, yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, is it? 
I, See, I, so I'll just say, like, ever since we've had that conversation, it's like I'm continuing to, like, unpack that in my brain that. and, like, challenge myself. And, like, I don't really have an answer. And, of course, like, I immediately get upset because I'm, like, you know, we also, like, didn't know each other well. And as a side She's note. She's like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> friend, I like that. That's good. You're it's very straightforward with how you are. Well, like, hey, I mean, as it. a side note, like, our friendship in particular is very, like, um, open and, like. Yeah. If anyone wants to be my friend, just know that this is how I am all the time. So mm, yeah. prepare yourself. That is yeah. very fucking true. <laughs> yeah, really. Sarah's not changed. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just become more thing. equipped. Uh, yeah. She yeah. has more words now. They're big. Um, I know words. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. And I. I think that there's this part of me um, that, like, makes me want to vomit when I'm really thinking about it, that, like, is that some kind of racism that I'm hanging on to in my head and, like, you know, am I missing all these opportunities because I, like, have this general idea, but I don't fucking know. I, I'm not, not going to pretend to be evolved about it. Or does it fall it. into, like, fetish Exactly. Which, of course, is a form but, of like, racism, racism just in the right. positive side of it. Right, right, right. And, like, I truly, like, I, I don't know. I, would, I don't know. I would say no. I'm not gonna say no. I and I you think you say no, like in general. It's not racist or not a racist. fetish thing. Yeah, I think you know. I think there's a very fine line between having a preference and something being and a fetish and a fetish and or being yeah you know, having a preference versus something being problematic. And you know? I think honestly, if you know, if I'm being honest with myself and like why that probably was the case is like when I was younger and it didn't matter what age the person was, like the people that were commenting on me or hitting on me. Black dudes We're, love fat white girls. Yes. I have yes. this. You a pog, My all-time yeah. favorite yes, moment yeah. was Seriously. walking through that sketchy-ass flea market in Wilmington, and we're walking, and I, like, looked real good that day. And this old, 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 <laughs> fantastic black yeah. man was like, hey, babe, I like those glasses, but I like everything else you got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, well, like, I gotta say, yeah, black okay. men, old black men are the best cat callers. Like, yeah. they'll be like, yeah. I literally walked down, they go, you are so pretty and I'm just like like just pretty I like it's like yeah. like a two-year-old could have said it and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna say this you. uh my favorite place to go when I was feeling kind of blue was the BP yeah on the 17th I was gonna say if we're just basing fetishes on people who hit on me I should only be with crackheads at Turkey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should, that should yeah. Only, that should be the only people I'm interested mm-hmm. in yep. <laughs> but um no I mean yeah and I also as a side note a big part of sociology and the thing I say often is that the world doesn't exist in a vacuum. No matter what you started with, no matter what that first reason why you were interested right. in black men or why other people might be interested in anybody else, right. we build on experiences. Sure. And when you start having experiences with people that do fall into these similar categories right. for whatever reason, we gravitate towards them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's okay, yeah. right? Um, but it is a slippery slope, right? And that thing is also a matter of having to check yourself with your preferences, like Christina said, um, to ma- and like you said, to make sure that you're not bridging that gap of problematic, and you don't want to reduce somebody down no. to just one thing, yeah. right? Even if that's the thing that attracted you th- to them in the first place. And also, right? like, you know, yeah. you know, when I'm personally unpacking it in my brain, like, I've never looked at it like... I don't know if I'm really fetishized. Fetishized. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Other than, it's just more of like, uh, you know, well, happenstance. Well, black men are pretty. Well. Let's just go ahead and say I it. mean, yes. Gang. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And you have yes. the milky thighs. Mm. Gang. Mm. Mm. See, I don't, yeah, and to me, you saying like that, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, yeah, I just got well, it. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but like, it's overall. It's like, I don't of course, of course. It. Yeah, yeah, I think it only gets problematic but, if you are... Go ahead. If you are, um, what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm thinking about? When you're degrading of course. people who oh my don't God. look yeah, like what exactly. you did. That's yeah. what yeah. it's like. So what if, what if it was opposite? So we're talking about positive preferences right now. Okay. Right? But what if it's the opposite of like, I would never date a black man. See, the, uh, okay, okay. Um, ooh. Or as okay. her as a white woman saying, I, I don't date white people. So we won't even like make it a race okay. versus race thing. It's just right. the fact that if she's with black dudes and she says, I'm not attracted to white men. Is that problematic compared to her being like, or a white woman saying, I'm not attracted to black men. Do you see what I'm saying? The difference that there? I don't, I don't see that's problematic. Okay, that's fine. I, I, personally, I personally do not. But that's like, like an issue also with like the black community, right? Uh, is like the there's a lot of narrative of black women saying that black men don't like black women. Right. Right? Right. And so that, would you say that is uh, a mm. bigger mm-hmm. issue? Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, internalized racism and things like that and colorism and stuff? What? Or, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is it like, or is that also I think it, okay? could, it could be so bad for certain personalities. And, like, that's a big thing here is, like, when we're talking if about it... If you're a douchebag, it, it doesn't matter who you like. You're always a douchebag. Exactly. Yes, I mean... Exactly. Truly, really though, you know, like, if we're talking about, you know, somebody who's not playing a mean game on somebody, mm-hmm. we're really just talking about, like, you know, the experience. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. I don't no, know. No, no, you're no, right. You're good. That's, no, you're that's, exactly that's right. That's kind of the... the the nature of these types of talks. There's no right answer. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no right answer. These, these things, are, that's exactly what's so interesting to me about sociology in general, but especially with interpersonal relationships is because every single, even with, take the same people yeah. and look at both of them over 20 years with different partners, they're all different, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, everything changes and like I said, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. You can't yeah. look at just one thing about somebody. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it's very interesting as a concept of like, to have body type preferences because now that's a thing right um more so than it ever really has been as far as like being in the forefront of the conversation but now i'm wondering is there what's the porn category for skinny girls that's true there's not really a petite yeah, I, guess yeah, yeah. Uh, I, guess uh, I feel like it's going to take you into some weird search. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, we can have a whole conversation about porn. Yes, it's a whole different... <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. it's like, what, what is it that... Um, there's a thing that's been going around that's like, if you... If if you're not a Pornhub category, you're probably privileged. Isn't that what it is? Oh, like, wow. Really, I haven't heard know? that before. Wow, that's yeah. interesting, though. Yeah, because it implies Damn. that you're a fetish or that you're a minority or that you're something that... Is mm-hmm. reducible. Yeah, right? a big black cock or exactly. Whatever, you know, exactly. Is, you know, you know. Yes, it, it was always weird milf, seeing like, exactly. Yeah, we be talking typing this. I guess whatever. I guess milfs are pretty privileged. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Uh, so maybe that doesn't count with there. So yeah, but, but, but you, you know the point still remains, right? Right. Because right, right. you got like Asian. Um, they're usually very a lot of emphasis on that. You yeah, know? I yeah. Thought, I, I thought that was kind of weird. Right. No, exactly. But yeah. it's like this one thing. Yeah. Because also, like, it's interesting because BBW isn't a race thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, you can get more specific. You obviously, could, be but then you have beautiful. just Asian. Yeah. And you have just black, and there's of course BBC, but there's also like just black. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, what? There's even there's like, a, this, like a white difference. blonde C cup. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I would like my next. Uh, you know, it's like what? It's like I like, think there's also a big difference, like when you're looking at Pornhub, even between like 
looking up, if you just did a search right now for BBW and you get those results, then let's say you typed in Pog, right? And then you just said fat chick. Someone out there is like thinking Pog's like the, the game. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, a Pog is, I don't know what Pog is. You're probably right. Um, fat with that P. Mm-hmm. Um, ass, ass white, white girl. girl. Yeah. Yes. But then if you just typed in like fat chick, I feel like you would end up getting this whole slew of like these Info fats, super fats, right? Super SSBBW, super size. Oh, BBWs. Yeah, I've seen it before. I've seen it right. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, and it, BBW is not Black Bike Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's one of those in my room. We all know about that. Yeah. I have a hilarious yeah. Black Bike Week story, sure. but anyway. <laughs> big, beautiful women. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's crazy how there's even categories of that. Of course. You know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Make y'all well, feel weird. And as a side note, just as a funny thing about how even, like, you know, Things are subjective, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that like I uh, posted a picture one time on the subreddit Pog, and I was literally banned with a message that said, "You aren't fat, ph. You're just fat." Wow. You and talk, what's funny is that I'm. I would say in a lot of ways I was referred to as a small fat because. I am in like the 16, 18 range with mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. And usually BBWs, as they say, at least mm-hmm. in the fashion community, mm-hmm. are more like size 22 and above. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, in like a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know so, that. And like, shout out, I'm a 20, 22. Okay. So, right. Okay. So it's just like that difference. You know what I mean? Just right there. But then again, whatever mod on that subreddit was like, no. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, So right, it's right. just like interesting anyway because again there's no rule like people just make this shit up that's what yeah. i'm saying well, this is all like man-made shit yeah, yeah. or whoever made shit of you course know what I'm saying? probably men oh definitely yeah, a white yeah. man <laughs> an old white man definitely because white yeah, yeah yeah just yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> i can yeah. get in a hold of that too but, but... like well because obviously like i don't know what white i'm growing up i always had my white friends because i was in white spaces of going to shows and all that shit back in the day so mm-hmm. they're Hey, can the, I get a dollar? Uh, <laughs> and I'll get it from white people. But, um, <laughs> but um, it's crazy what they think is big and versus yeah. what me as a black man thinks of is course. big, you of know? Course. And you saying you're getting, you know, usually attention from that because we don't see like that as a of course as yeah like a lot of white people you see like oh my god that's y'all, y'all been big. with it for a while yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean usually with thicker family members and all of that of course well exactly that too is the right. fact that like even just the body types that you're used to seeing growing up yeah you know yeah like um, shout out to my adorable petite five foot three mom that I look nothing like <laughs> yeah I make a joke all the time that she's a capital P like she is these like huge boobs sorry Lori uh, and, but she has like Hank Hill's ass like completely flat in the back and like whatever but like that was like the shit in the 70s it was which is like think about like we all grew up like does this dress make my ass look fat yeah uh, it better as a yeah. negative thing it, yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. it better yeah. now yeah, like, yeah now that's, that's what yeah. you want exactly yeah. and you're like no I'm like fuck mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so what the fuck yeah. that's literally just 20 years ago yeah yeah that's fucking, that's crazy how that is, though. And the 90s, I didn't even know this until I watched some random book video online about beauty standards, but the 90s, which, of course, a lot of us grew up in, yes, a very formative years, was actually the thinnest of all, like, for fashion models and stuff. And so, like, wow. these were the, it was the anorexia chic, is what it was literally mm, called. Okay. We're talking, like, Kate Moss, yep. and we're talking, like, the, it was heroin chic, is what they called it. Heroin chic. Heroin chic, which is so problematic, anyway. But... It, still, that was what it was. Refer- I mean, we're talking like 
like see gaunt, like yes. the ribs and the and the spine and things like that. Mm-hmm. So like, how the fuck have we like turned into this like complete one eighty yeah, of this generation? You know yeah. what I mean? But um, but we're also like seeing that we're like liking it. There's more people that are but saying then, course, they're open to it. But then it's like we haven't talked about the whole thing with like with people editing themselves right oh to yeah the standards too yes which is fucking crazy yeah so like and obviously a plastic surgery becoming so much more common more ass, more titties, and yeah and, yeah. and also yeah plastic surgery to add things add, oh, not to take them away oh shit okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because that's the other thing is like when i'm sure like with our parents generation they think of plastic surgery besides fake boobs it's like nose liposur- jobs. liposuction nose jobs yes usually like those thinner. things now it's Lips bigger, tits bigger, hell, maybe not even tits. A lot of girls, a lot of people are into the flat chest, huge ass, or like comparatively speaking. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, The proportions are so different, and of course, also all of this is a huge circle back to inherent racism and fetishizing of black culture. Kardashians looking at you, like you know what I mean. It's so interesting those intersections of body positivity Mm -hmm. and racism. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like kind of what, where porn comes from, too. As, oh, even back in my slavery, like, oh my God, you know, of they would get black men to fuck, you right. know, uh, yep. the white, you know, yeah. man. Cuckolds and shit, yeah, like, when they're slit, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So seeing that big black whatever, a bull or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that stems exactly. from all that shit. Yeah. Exactly, so, yeah. So, that's wild how that works. It's very, I love that question, though. I know we just went on a huge... Tangent, yeah. but like it's a but, good one. Yeah. Those questions do. Yeah, yeah, that's why when I was th- when thinking of questions, I was like, huh, I wonder what they think about. Oh, this. I think some things. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we have some thoughts. You can ask me anything. So I'll to you guys, I'm curious. So mm-hmm. if a guy did tell you say, "Hi, I'm not into bigger girls," would you automatically jump to fat phobia? <sighs> no, I, no. I almost I'd be kind of curious what I how we'd get in that conversation <laughs> because I feel like. Uh, Again, I very much like Christina. I am um, in a position in my life where I do not hide that part of me at all. So I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking to me for?" Then yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, if they were just talking to me as a friend, I was like, say, I'll say, say as, as a, a friend. friend. Okay, yeah, yeah. so if I'm talking to a friend, um, of course, I'm being totally honest here. There's that part of me that would instantly go to, "Oh my god." Even if I'd never looked at that person as a sexual partner, I'd be like, "Oh, am I just so, like disgusting?" You know, right. to you like, do you, like around you and shit. Yeah. Um, but. I don't, I don't know. I mean, my first inclination wouldn't be fat phobia as like a label necessarily. Oh, you're fat phobic. Like that's it. And all be all. Mm-hmm. But I think there would be that little part of me that would want to be like, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like according yeah, yeah. to what? Yeah. Um, like what's the reasoning? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But I don't, so I feel like my perspective of it is slightly different. I feel like initially I would also be like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. What is it about? I am different in that, like, I'm also actively, currently, actively, currently. Actively and currently. Actively and currently. She's doing it right now, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also knitting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You were knitting all I was knitting. She's been knitting a lot. I've been knitting away. Um, But, like, I come from a family and, like, I don't think anybody from my family is going to listen, so we're cool, but, like... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's a barb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my... I've realized that, like, my family is fat-phobic, and, like, a lot of my childhood had to do with, like, being fat. My dad was fat. He had gastric bypass. Like, oh, everything okay. is about, like, me losing weight. Um, so, I think I would be more inclined to go in that direction, because my immediate family and, like, the way that my parents look at me is in a way that's like, oh, you're fat and you need to not be. You know mm. what I mean? So, I'm almost, like predisposed to be like, well, it's fat phobic and, or just inherently taking it personally. 
Yeah, exactly. Or as being reduced or reminded of this failure, quote right. unquote, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. have. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know how, okay, I'm turning to you. <laughs> the interviewer has become the interviewee. Oh, I'm, I'm with this the, is I'm my podcast. The, Welcome to the Sarah Barbie yeah. Show. Uh, let's go. Um, okay. What, the same question to you, but with, a, let's say, we do it either way, like, I'm not into guys who are, like, chubby or something, okay. but you be looking, you, you activist butt, those calf muscles are unreal, uh, but, yeah, watching okay, let's say, videos. like, you know, um, yeah, we're watching. you're, uh, I'm not into black dudes, like, it's I would, you know, yeah. and you're just, like, hanging out with somebody, how would you take that? Um, I would be kind of like you, I was like, well, why, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is it because, are you looking racist, or do you have a weird perception of how we are. Yeah, the bad experience. Like, what are we talking scared about? scared of a big dick. That's what I was saying. You're afraid of big dicks. Yeah, yeah, and that might be it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. but I, I'm always curious like you, but I, I wouldn't jump to, I wouldn't, I would not be offended if I heard that. Right. I wouldn't jump back and be like, you fat phobic son of a bitch. You're or like, you're so goddamn racist. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You racist motherfucker. It, I, would, I would be curious. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that, of course, is the scary, slippery slope of like, Again, even coming back to these things, like opening yourself up to these like vulnerable parts of you that the conversation, a lot of times is a really good conversation to have with people. And that's how people change their minds. Even mm-hmm. let's nice. say they didn't have answers. They were like, Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah. I can't answer that question without right. sounding like a racist asshole. And I'm not one. So I don't know. Right. So let me rethink this. But it, on the flip side opens it up to like, what if she had a long list of like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, then, of course, just puts you in the position of, like, oh, shit, those all apply to me. Right, right. right. Yeah. Um, so I think it does obviously come to just your own personal security things, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's that can be applied to so many things, yeah. you know? Uh, but, yeah, it's a... Yeah. Preferences, man. And, and a lot of times it comes in those situations, it comes from... Uh, the the girl or guys maybe uh, parents you know oh, like 100%. being like oh don't you bring home a black girl don't mm-hmm. bring a white girl you know because a lot of it stems from that it's like there's nothing wrong with you physically it's just of like course. I'm scared of I like, have this just inherent like is this even worth whatever right and it, even with being um, saying someone who doesn't date bigger girls exactly right? they're kind of scared of like the backlash from friends so and family and all that it was something that I had to um, really deal with with my marriage uh, was that you know. We've been together for a very long time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, when I first started dating him, um, his brother had a girlfriend who was literally a bully to me, as in full-on, oh, like, wow. straight-up made fat comments all the time. If I walked through the apartment that they shared, like, the brothers and stuff shared, when she was there, she would say, oh, like, hold down the plates, like, you know, things like that. Serious? Oh, oh, yeah, she... Literally referred to me out loud as Chubby Bunny, which um, <laughs> was kind of cute looking back on it. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> not that was like, like oh, be a Chubby uh, Bunny. Back then, um, it's like that fucks you up. Yeah, and she was like a size like, and, you, and the reason why I know this is because she literally talked about it all the time. She was like a size zero, huge boobs, very like honestly kind of like that set nineteen seventies bombshell mm-hmm. type you know thing. That body, yeah. Um, yeah, and she made it very clear of what she thought. And of course, like my boyfriend at the time, you know, was never, um, like ever in agreement, you know, was never like shy about telling me that he loved me and was attracted to me and all these things, whatever. But it, I, ha- I won- it eventually got to the point where I asked like, so what did your friend say when you brought home a fat girl? Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of times, you know, because he doesn't have asshole friends, he's like, they didn't have anything to say about my girlfriend because I didn't ask them what the fuck they thought about right. my girlfriend, you right. know, shout out to him uh, mm-hmm. with that. That's awesome. But, Good response. But also at the same time, you know, because I'm me, I dug, you know, and what's funny is a lot of times it's like, oh, and I, and now that we've been together for so long and, and everything I know his friends so well and his brothers and stuff is I've literally seen their taste change. Because they've seen really? that, like, oh, 100%. I mean, like, even their conversations, like, talking about, like, how, oh, I'd be, I want to be with a thick girl or this and that. And, like, uh, and, of course, that's the societal changes and stuff, too. Yeah, that's the world. What they're seeing. But it's also the fact that, like, it suddenly became a reminder that, like, oh, she's not, she's so much more than just a fat girl. Exactly. And being a fat girl isn't a fault of hers it's, I'm not saying that it's not my fault I'm literally saying like it's not a failure on mine it didn't, but like it being no fat weakness. is the least interesting thing about a person oh my god yeah, right. yeah. and I used to say, and eventually I said that too was like if the worst thing you say about me is something about my body I must be pretty fucking dope mm-hmm. but besides that it's still the fact that like you know it's interesting because that was a huge insecurity of mine was like oh your brothers are bringing these like super hot chicks but you're bringing this girl that like you know it was me and mm-hmm. I was thinking that I was not this super hot chick and that I was this like person that wouldn't you wouldn't want to show off or something mm-hmm. and that came from me you know mm-hmm. and that came from um, comparing myself to other people mm-hmm. and things like that and so a lot of it is just so much what you're used to and what you're around you know and how you feel because honestly when that girl disappeared like and they broke up and stuff which is a whole other story but uh, <laughs> it was it was like night and day, yeah. you know, for me to suddenly I felt so much more comfortable right. around his family, yeah. around his friends. I wasn't guarding myself and I hadn't even realized I had been yeah. for that long, yeah. you know. Um, and so it's so multifaceted, like you letting yourself actually exist in your body and things mm-hmm. like that. But then we have Justin from Tinder that fucking pokes holes and yes. shit. Yeah, you've gained all this confidence and comfortability and everything with these people that you've chosen in your life, which almost leads into our, one of our last conversations. Right. Like, how can someone who has a two-hour influence on your life in person affect so many things? Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. Before we get into anything else, I'm curious about you guys' journeys individually. How were you able to get the comfortability and kind of be okay with, like, okay, this is who I am. Fuck everybody else. Right. I'll well, with this. so I have always been fat. I have, um, like, I've just always been curvy and big. I have, I'm five foot ten, and I've been that height since I was 12 years mm-hmm. old, literally. Yeah. Um, I look nothing like my sister. My sister is naturally thin with a fat ass, as a side note. Um, but, <laughs> Shout out uh, to that ass. Truly dope. Uh, and, you know, she was always this, ironically, uh, she was always called the supermodel in the family. Mm. Um, and I say ironic because uh, I'm a model now, so. <laughs> uh, that is ironic, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's one of those things that I started, okay, so without getting too sappy or anything, I had thyroid cancer when I was um, 18, Mm, and then again when I was 20, and for those of you that aren't aware, the thyroid affects a lot of things in your body, hormonally, um, metabolism, Um, when I had my first surgery when I was 18, they took half of my thyroid and didn't put me on medication, because sometimes your other half of your thyroid can catch up essentially and make enough of the hormone that you need um that wasn't the case for me Mm. and so i put on probably like anywhere between 60 to 70 pounds in a matter of a year 
when that girl was around and when I was in a new place, I was in school, like yeah. I was going to college, yeah. and I, you know, all these things. And it was really fucking hard for mm-hmm. me. I felt terrible about myself. And when I had my second surgery and things started kind of evening out, but, and that was good in the long run, but at the same time, I realized that like, I can't not live based on how my body looks when I was fully faced with the fact that for as much control as I have over it, I also don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. that it, it turned out like, you know, I had a lot of conversations with doctors about very detailed things about my diet habits, my activity levels, things like that. And it realized that my lifestyle wasn't this fat, obesogenic thing that people like to think, right? The, the age old size does not determine health, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and that's also to say that I was not fat just because of my thyroid. I'm just saying that it didn't help anything. But also like even when I have great labs and stuff, it's just harder for me to do that. And I realized that I couldn't keep waiting for my body to catch up. And there's a thing that people might have heard of that Christine and I talk about a lot because I struggle with it a lot. And I think a lot of people do. And it's called the arrival fallacy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. okay. And that means the arrival fallacy is the fact that when X happens, I'll be happy. When I get that new job, Ooh, I'll be happy. When yeah. I make this much money, I'll be happy. Very common. When yeah. I lose 50 pounds, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And then you do that and you're not happy. Right. So what the fuck do you do then? Yeah. Right? And you and haven't planned what's next because it's always that was about supposed this to be one moment. Yeah, that was supposed to be it. When you get to that point, this is it. Exactly. Yeah. And so I realized at a pretty young age that like I really struggled with that. And then I realized that now with these constantly changing health issues of mine, um, that that arrival, that destination that I'm going for was constantly moving. So I was setting myself up for failure to constantly be looking for that point because that end point just kept moving. And so for me, it was almost like shock value for me, or it was like shock therapy. I just like flung myself in. I got offered to do a photo shoot. Um, I'd be lying if I said that social media for me wasn't huge for my own growth. Absolutely. Because that positive, uh, you know, attention, I should knock on wood somewhere, but I have been very lucky to not have like trolls and people like calling me awful things i will say the one thing i get a lot is oh my god you're confident it's oh your confidence, yeah, yeah. which we love and hate when we're out because you know if i confidence means i wouldn't do that if i looked like you yeah yeah in a lot of ways that's what i was gonna, okay that's a good piggyback so hearing that is usually not necessarily a good thing it's like uh, hearing your Obviously, y'all aren't black, but like hearing strong black woman or strike blank or black or, man. Oh my God, you're so you're you're so well spoken. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is um, what's the word? Um, Patronizing as fuck. Yes, that. Mm-hmm. But it's a microaggression. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my it's God. Not, it's oh not. It's positive because you put me in a box of where yeah. I shouldn't be speaking like. Yeah, that. I had to I prove you be. wrong without knowing that I was. Exactly. That you had this preconceived notion of me. Yeah, I can't. And most times that we're, you know, commented like you're so confident is usually in a space where, like, body is showing. Yeah, In of some way. Of it's course. like when yeah. we're at a club and I wore a crop top and the yeah. bitch is, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> The bitch is complimenting me. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> but that yeah, bitch complimenting me, which I like. <laughs> but then also, it's different too when I get that compliment from another fat girl because it's like I look at that even a little bit different because I'm like, well, because they're even saying that they don't have the confidence to do that because what you're showing is what they're ashamed of, you know. And which I is not a good thing, exactly. Of course, it's, of course, it's you know. Sad. And it is sad, and it's one of those things that. So for me, it was very much so. I dove in head first. I had an inciting factor, which was my health, and realizing that. Life is fleeting when you hear the words cancer at all, especially when you're 18 years old. Um, 
but again, it was just my body. Also, this is going to sound super sappy, but I realized that my body was doing so much for me that I took for granted mm. getting up every single day, letting me go to classes and still be full, you know, have employment and have relationships and friendships and the vitality to do this that I looked in the eye as being potentially taken away from me and realizing that I had been taking that for granted for so long because yes. I didn't look the way that I thought I should look. Fuck yeah. And that is not fair for mm -hmm. anybody, yeah. you know? Um, so that's my answer, I guess, as I literally just decided life was too fucking short I like and, this. um, in so many literal ways. And, uh, I just decided that I wanted to do the things that I'd been envious of other people doing. I yeah. realized that I had nothing holding me back except for myself. That's it. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mine. That's and I have a cool scar to show for it. I remember that actually when you were 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah scary. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, like it was. It was weird. I didn't. And also, it's funny because I was so terrified that I was going to have this awful, ugly <laughs> scar. scar yeah, yeah. But, you know, things happen and it's fine. It's adorable. Yeah. I feel like uh, my journey <laughs> as like a fat girl is very different from Sarah's. And, like, um, you know, not to always point out age, but like, there's a seven year age difference between us. I'm 34. Um, I did not have, so I come from a family, like I said, like weight is always a topic of conversation in my house and like, especially health. Um, my brother's a runner, my mom's a runner. Again, my dad, had gastric bypass. So most of my life has been like on and off diets and on and off exercising. Like, you know, I was really fit for a year when I trained for the half marathon and like, I just go through ups and downs, but I've always been fat. Like, I remember being in high school, and we had this medical class, and that day we were doing, like, you know, stats and stuff, right? So, like, getting your blood pressure, and I didn't want to have to get weighed because I had just hit over 200 pounds, and I was the only person in the class that was even close to 200 of over it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my 20s was a lot of, like, hiding and covering and pulling and tugging and being uncomfortable in spaces. Shout out to tank tops, under t-shirts, oh, under cardigans. Jesus Christ. Oh and like, my God. And Sarah and I talk about that so yeah. much. Like there's so many like tricks that you had to kind of hide your body and then. And low rise jeans. I didn't even think about that. Low rise jeans? It just it sucks with. Ooh, they're uh, awful. When you had to cover all of yourself anyway, and as two tall girls like we yep. are anyway, with big asses, yep. these low rise jeans were low rise jeans, and then you wore very long tank oh, And you want me to God. get in the back of somebody's two door car and get in the back seat? <laughs> my ass is full, yeah. They don't go rest my ass. So yeah, that's true. You have a low ass crack, so. <laughs> I got a pretty high one, though, so low rise was not a good time for me. Um. But, and this is where, like, I'm going to be super cheesy, like, my friendship with Sarah, I think, is really the thing that, like, finally allowed me to be open about just, like, enjoying my body as it is now without always having to have, like, another thing to work towards, like, you know, I can be... Living in now. Yeah, I can be exactly who I am in this body right now, and, like, it fits, and it feels good, and um, it feels good for us to go out and, like, wear what we want to wear, yeah. and... Um, and that also goes to what Daniel said, which is about the fact that we're in this now, new stage of, like, cute clothes are made for fat bodies. More now than they were before, at yeah. least. You know? 100%. And so it's like, yeah, I do want to wear this thing. Exactly. It's not like being shamed, like, oh, I'd wear that if I fit that. Right. You know? Yeah. I hear that all the time, you know? I was like, dude, fucking weird, but obviously, you know. And I've had, like, plenty of people, like, I almost, uh, you know, like, shout out to 
my boo Megan, if she ever listens to this. Shout out to Megan. <laughs> um, she, like, I met her in college, and she was, like, the one person in my life for all of my 20s that, like, would go shopping with me and would deal with the fact that I would be, like, a crying mess because nothing fit and we have to go somewhere. So, like, Oh, I've she, cried in many dressing rooms. Please, don't yeah. even, like, talk like, to my mom nice. about yeah, it. Yeah, that's another for thing. For sure. Um, my poor mother. My poor mother. <laughs> and, like, she was truly the only person that I could do that with, and I love her for it, but our experiences were still always different. She's a short, small, you know, she's got gorgeous curves, but I wouldn't call her curvy, and she would be there for me, but she didn't know that experience. Yeah. So basically, everyone should be my friend because I'm real good at hyping you up. Yeah, the problem is like I get go. jealous sometimes though. So like I don't know if we need to add too many people to the circle. But, <laughs> but, but I mean the first. reality. Like yes, I am super thankful for this friendship that I have with Sarah because we are so open. We do have those conversations. We do have those shared experiences. And like I can tell a story about being really fucking embarrassed in fourth grade when I wore this thing and like how awful it felt and how I think about it thirty years later. And, like, there's something just, like, very comforting in that. As a side note, this is just kind of um, going back to really looping all of this in. But I'm also someone who really realized that, like, you know, when we were... I know this is personally, anyway. I don't know if Christina has the same experience. But when I was younger, I was told when I would, like, cry to my mom or, or someone older than me about how guys my age didn't like me. And we're talking, like, high school and stuff. They would always say, like, when you're older, it won't fucking matter. And what's funny is that... That is so true, like, in so many ways, until you get to someone who's supposedly fucking mature and seemingly actualized, like, fucking Justin from Tinder. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what people still think this way? Yeah. Like, I I thought guys, when they got older, just, I mean, like, listen, I know what some of y'all are going to end up with, like, and I know what some of y'all's moms look like, so, like... What you thinking? That's right. always a thing, too. Is this I'm like, your mom, um, you think your mom is gross and stuff, too? Like, I mean, I'm not doing it saying any Freudian stuff. Like, you should think well, she's, like, no, whatever. But, 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 like, yeah. you know what I mean? No, you're, you're, you're straight up, though. That's, right that's what it comes that. down to. Is it's like, Talk do to you... your dad about <coughs> about if he likes big tits. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, truly. <coughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. So, basically, you know, a lot of things incite random change and I do feel like um, I am very thrilled that I've been talking nonstop about Christina's photo shoot with you Daniel mm. and how fucking proud I am of her but also just like yes yes applause yes Ding. yes yes destroyed uh, that that was awesome truly and the first time she was in front of a camera like that you know and had all eyes <clears throat> on her and it's not fucking easy no no matter who you are mm-hmm. but yeah. you being vulnerable and then being more vulnerable. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right As in, you right, weren't right. just vulnerable because you were a model. You were modeling for the first time. Right. You weren't just vulnerable because you were fat girl in lingerie mm-hmm. modeling. Mm-hmm. And then you added to it that you were vulnerable because you were literally sharing a thing. I want you to, to take pictures of the bumps. I want you to take pictures of the stars. Yeah. Rejected for. Yeah. 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 yeah you, when you fucking. Uh, you guys should actually be taking applications to be Christina's friend. But it's fine. Absolutely. Uh, Which is, I was so honored to do that, too. Uh, like, I got a waiting I'm, list. I remember getting that text or, or Instagram message, mm-hmm. and you was like, you want to do this? I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Because mm-hmm. I was like, the headshot special was turning into like, a, a session special. Yeah. Um, I was like, I never... If you want to be naked around me, I'll take pics. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad way. <laughs> uh, okay. Sold. Yeah. Um, okay, 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 yeah. 
it's very powerful. That's very cool. I was very yeah. And my hope with it, um, and like I haven't done anything with it yet. I mentioned like you know I'm a writer and I don't really write. It's like not part of my job at all. But like we just have this idea for this article that I need to write that like needs to be shared because my whole thing is, you know, I know I'm not the only one that has had somebody say something like that. I know I'm definitely mm-hmm. not the only one who has HS and is worried about a new partner uh, or even existing partners or any of it. And, like, my thought is if, you know, maybe somebody hears my awful, terrible, like, kind of embarrassing story and, like, relates to it, like, I'm fucking here for it. And, like, when the other thing, too, is, like, just to go back to HS for a second, you know, when you Google it because it's still new and that's just the nature of when you Google anything, it's, like, the worst possible pictures ever. It's, like, ah! During major flare-ups because that's when people sought medical attention. Exactly. Yeah, and so, like, you Google it, it comes down to and it. you click on images on Google and it's, like, Jesus Christ. And, like, I wanted to be able to show that, like, you know, I'm wearing cute underwear, like, you know, this doesn't inhibit any of my movement, yeah, and they're just, yeah. like, bumps there. And that's why, again, re- research matters, and that's why talking about stuff like this matters, is because, like I said, that's that's why those are the pictures. Because mm-hmm. people literally kept it to themselves until it got so bad that they had to seek medical attention for it, and that's mm-hmm. where all the research started, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because people like Daniel, and like myself, and like you, and plenty of other people I'm sure listening, um can relate and be like, well, fuck, I never went to the doctor when I've had these things. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Exactly. Not. You know what I mean? Um, also, you're very good at podcasting, by the way, because not yes. only do you have a voice for the podcast, but you frequently said, like, talking to the viewers, and I kind of, like, keep forgetting that they're there. Again, like, yeah. turning uh, it this yeah. way, I'm like, all right. Yeah, 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 I'm picturing all, them all in there. I mean, like, I, I, oh, okay. All right. All right. Damn right, you better be there. <laughs> they're all there. Yeah, for real. Thank you for being here. Yeah, th- thanks, guys. Um... Yeah, I, I definitely, I think it's just all very interesting, but also I'm looking at the notes we have right now, and I see that the podcast just casually, by Christina at least, was named Sex While Fat, and we talked about the bumps and things like that, mm-hmm. but I think we can all probably talk about what sex is like while fat anyway, mm-hmm. that yeah. don't show up on in porn, yeah. right? Yeah. And that, of yeah. course, goes for just sex in general, mm-hmm. we all know that, Yeah. but like, it's an interesting concept anyway, yeah. of like... Um, stomachs make noise when they hit other stomachs. Absolutely. Thighs clap together even when they don't mean to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you even know, the idea of Ash like... cheeks can be so big that it becomes a maneuver to get things inside of places from certain mm-hmm. positions. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. don't think about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think little Dickie said over, you know, trying to envision how my dick would fit up in the pussy from the back. Shout out to little Dickie. Over Shout here Dickie. just doing math. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Love yeah. his words, love his show. Yeah, truly. Yes. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? There's so many things about it that don't get talked about. And, mm-hmm. you know, fuck the skin stuff. It's like just the actual mechanism of inhabiting a fat body and Yeah, because we're used to watching things. porn yes. and to bring it back to, like, BBW porn, for example, we're used to, like this choreographed thing that they've already laid out that should be so perfect and like yeah. her ass just automatically does that's not how it is at all even the idea of like you know I want you to sit on my face like uh, uh, do you know how much I weigh it's do you have a headboard I can hang on to you like, need to have like you know insurance waivers will you let like, me know like, like, what your bank <laughs> account information is so I can you know let people know like <laughs> your assets um, oh my because gosh. of my assets you done died um yeah, 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 yeah,
set weird shit happens but i was like that's why amateur stuff and nudes you get from other people are better right and they're healthier in a way Ooh, as long right. as you know i'm gonna go ahead and say fuck revenge born fuck showing people oh, born yeah. that you did not get consent to yeah, uh, that. all that shit whatever but that's why only fans is dope uh, kirby poet that's why gang uh, that's why only fans is dope that's why getting nudes from people that you actually know in real life is dope and like i said gang. from a societal standpoint Probably healthier on the whole. Always mm-hmm. healthier. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. So that's a thing to consider. Yeah. That's I agree. a tidbit for you guys. It's just, you know, a little thing. And so But also I, I'm thinking too, even like the idea of like when I've needed a pillow for support, you know, again, sex while fat. People use pillows for yoga. Why can't you do it for exactly, sex? Exactly. That like, sounds amazing. The intensity. Yeah, right? That's you, my favorite position. Right? And both. <laughs> They're like, for sex or for yoga? Both. Yes. All of them. Yes. Everything. Savasana. Let yeah. me lay here like a board. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You know, that's... Whatever, that got personal, but... Yeah. That did get personal, but this is Daniel White Show. Daniel White Show. What the fuck? White Show. But speaking of also sets, we had a great... Ending question? Oh, what? Wait, what? The, no, the question. <laughs> the casual <laughs> sets conversation. Exactly, I was about to lead into yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's I'm a excited great way to, to I keep talking about. about. <laughs> um, so, do you want to ask, Daniel? Or should I pose it to you? I want to ask. Okay. Because this is great. I didn't think about this. When I saw your notes, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. I don't know about this. It's great. So what is casual sex? And how casual can it ever be? I call, yes, yes, that's the second part. And how yeah. casual can it ever be? Uh, I don't know, man. I blew my own mind asking this yesterday. I literally asked Christina, we were talking about a bunch of shit, and I was like, holy fuck, how casual can casual sex ever be? Mm-hmm. And it, it's so much like Christina and I were specifically talking about it with the Justin thing about being vulnerable and being, um, you know, letting yourself become seen and felt and experienced in a way that, not many people get to. And mm-hmm. by the way, as a side note, we're all super pro sex. Do what you want with who you want. Consent is what matters the mm-hmm. most. Yes. All have those fun. things. But under the guise of casual sex, when you say to somebody, we're having casual sex or this is going to be casual, you got you have a description, a definition, Oh, I have right? the definition, yeah. So they describe casual sex as a sexual activity that takes place outside a romantic relationship and implies an absence of commitment emotional attachment, or familiarity between sexual partners. And then the thing that I LOL at every single time is examples are sexual activity while casually dating, one night stands, prostitution or swinging. I feel like they're like, ah. It's like, whoa. Yeah, I don't I Um, Yeah, here for everything. So this is my, my, like, after us talking about it, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. No. I feel like the actual saying casual sex is not really referencing anything. It's just like, it's the label that somebody came up with because no part of it ever feels casual. casual. Yes. Well, specifically, it leads directly into what I was going to say, is that um, based on my definition, something that said commitment, like without commitment, okay, that's cool, no commitment, that's fine. But the other two things are kind of the issue, right? Right. No emotional attachment. Right. We don't have control over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's first of all. Never do. Does yeah. not have any control over it. Someone could literally insult the fucking, like, posters you have in your room mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the actual sex and you can still be like, damn, they just, like, really fucking hate this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't under- like, what the fuck? That's my favorite yeah, thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's true. If it's someone walked in Daniel's room like, Pfft. Fucking what loser photographer like, and it's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I bet he's really good in bed though. Uh, I don't know how to make dick. <laughs> but, uh, 
then like, <laughs> but then the last one is the one that we've been talking about this whole time, right? right? And really is the basis of this question, the familiarity. Right. Because mm. that is true. Yeah, a lot of times it doesn't have the familiarity, but with familiarity is where we gain comfort and security yes. and the ability to let go. And isn't that really the goal of any Which sex? leads to fantastic sex. Great Exactly. Sex. Even without the emotional, and like, exactly. you know, whatever, even without the commitment. But the familiarity is what I think is really, it's so true. That is technically what the casual sex issue is. We're right. talking about it in this conversation. Yeah. But it is also the thing that it's kind of a paradox, uh, a paradoxical issue of like, how do you maintain it casually and yeah. without the emotion and without the commitment, but somehow regain that security in letting yourself let go yeah. in the experience, getting fully naked, letting yourself exist as you exist, mm. but you don't know what that person's going to fucking do right. or say yeah. or take That's it. very true. Yeah. Exactly. That's very true. You know? And like we talked about with like you let them into your house sometimes. Not casual. Not casual. <laughs> uh, you fucking... They know what your genitals taste like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not pretty, not very casual. say it's casual? Not, you know. I'm with uh, you. You know what I mean? Like, it's all these things. Things that you might not even know about yourself. Mm-hmm. I, like, you know, there are plenty of people who have no, there are plenty of women, this is a different conversation, that have no clue what their vagina looks like. Yep. <laughs> like, you know what, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There are plenty yeah. of men yeah. who don't, I'm sure don't know what their balls taste like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck, no, dude. Like, you know, have like, you ever taken a picture of your butthole, like, up close and personal? Most uh, people haven't. No, yeah. There's a stand-up it. comedian. For, it's on, I have no clue who he is. I did not like his set at all, but there was something that he said that has haunted my dreams forever. Right. And he basically made the, the joke that uh, plenty of men, real men, as he said, have gone to fuck a girl from behind or eat a girl out and there's been toilet paper somewhere. Oh, wow. And right. they've just like knocked it out of the way and kept going. Yeah. Applause to you if you have, but I die inside at the thought that I've ever, whether someone's seen it or not, had toilet paper erroneously stuck to my, mm-hmm. you know, right. uh, yeah. southern That's hemisphere. Right. And, yeah. uh, to, to, you know what I mean? Like, so imagine that someone could be walking around that had like a one night stand with or something mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, that girl had... Toilet oh, paper betwixt yeah. her cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even know. That is, ah, like, the most terrifying thing I could imagine. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like, something like that, not casual. Not casual. Yeah. Not casual. Yeah. yeah. This guy likes to be rocked like a baby after sex. <laughs> That's not casual. definitely not casual. Right? Red flag. This dude says, like, you know, superhero quotes. He says, love you 3,000, like, fucking Iron Man while he's coming. Not oh casual. God. No. Not casual. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, cool, you need to do that, that's fine, that's very, like, whatever, I'm not, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of Avengers fans listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah, yeah. you know, not casual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I, we're just using the term casual, and it's almost, and I may have mentioned this yesterday, like, it's almost a little bit insulting to say that it is so casual to your, to you, to your own experience, yeah, no. to even say that that's what Especially it is. Especially if it goes awry or Obviously. does something that right. has an effect on you. Right. Yes. Correct. Like, yeah. in your situation with Justin, or, mm-hmm. like, plenty of us, I'm sure, have had. Yeah. Like, and we're not even talking about the reality of, like, genuinely sexual experiences that, like, genuinely go bad. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, forced things, violence. Yeah, yeah. Something can happen in a matter of minutes that affects your life forever, and yeah. that's valid. Mm-hmm. It's the issue that when we start talking about it, say it's casual, say that it was consensual. Mm-hmm. Things that, like, you know, obviously are very serious if they're not those things. But it doesn't quite convey the actual seriousness that inherently comes with this, even yeah. with those 
checked off. Like, yeah. the no familiarity, no intentional emotional attachment, no commitment. Which is false. And, like, also, yeah, yeah, if yeah. after this casual sex, I'm, like, deeply, you know, disturbed in some way, shape, or form. It's you know your what fault, I mean? Justin. <laughs> Motherfucker. You know, I mean, like, it happens to me is Justin's fault. Then it almost feels like, you know, well, I shouldn't even be this upset about it, you know, if I'm upset. It was because it was casual. Because it was casual. And that's yeah. where it's insulting. It's like, it well, you knew what it was going to yeah. be, but it's like... We all had a but did no one prepares himself for it going like that? No. Yeah. So it was no, like that's no, not no, what no, it was no, gonna no, be. That's no, not no. what you knew right. it was gonna be. Yeah. Right. But that's that's the narrative, dude. Yeah. And it's true. And even when you talk to people and try to get support from it, it's like, oh, is there some fucking dude from Tinder? Mm-hmm. What'd yeah. you expect? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's like, what Tinder's for. And also, yeah. it's like, no, Tinder's yeah. not for humiliation. And then also, and like, you know, exactly. well, we all disrespect. have insecurities and like, yeah, have they been thrown in your face? I get that. Because the thing is that like. I, I'm sh- there are plenty of people from all of my sexual experiences, like even before I had sex, but just like making out or like talking to boys on MySpace and shit like that, that disappeared into nothingness. Mm-hmm. Okay? We've all been ghosted. Yes. I've been fine and with being ghosted. We all have the, the mental fight with like, it's your fault, it's theirs, they're this, we're, I'm that. Blah, I should blah, have blah, said blah, this. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to have it in plain writing. Right feels totally fucking different. Yeah. But also, neither situation is casual. No. So, like, how does casual sex end? Yeah, that's not casual. Not casually. Yeah, yeah. Even Unless ghosting isn't like, casual. Unless you like, and you shake hands and, and like, then gone forever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to move continents. Right. For it to be casual. For it to be casual. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to know yeah. about the moving and, continents first. And it's we're like, all just avoir. flinging them oh, around. Okay, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to, like, stamp their passport yeah. for them, oh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, before yeah, yeah. they go. And so, you know what I mean? Like, but that in and of itself is not casual. It's not right? casual. Because yeah. they don't owe you shit Mm-mm. about what their future plans are. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. We're all set up to fail. Oh, my God. No! But, yeah. But I feel like for with, the listeners, with though. With this idea of this expectation of true casual... Casuality, <laughs> causality, ca- casually speaking, mm-hmm. it's oh. a misnomer, right? Yeah, it's just the fact that like maybe that's not what it is. What what should it be called? Yeah, well, that's what I'm curious for like the listeners to Daniel. like unpack that themselves and uh... think like, what do you define casual sex as? And like, because oh, from my list of people I've had sex with is left hand, right hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm Pamela Henderson. <laughs> Fuck you. But um yeah, I wouldn't say <laughs> Sarah's so annoying. But um yeah, I've I mean yeah, I've dated like seriously two of the girls on that list and the rest of them have been like just people cause I don't yeah, I don't I don't, I don't agree with that definition of you say, well no no commitment, no emotional emotional attachment. I dis I no disagree. Familiarity. Yeah, no, because I if only you, if you have regular casual sex and become familiar that's what I'm saying. What is it then? I don't know. You know, because I've had, I've, I think you can have, I'm just free, I guess, free and loose sets with whoever, and it, I am emotionally I it. free and loose. Free and loose. And I'm emotionally usually attached to these people because they're friends. Right. I really so, want to say like my pussy. Like, uh, but that's self Loose like loose joke. like Sarah's pussy. <laughs> free and loose. Like Come on Sarah. down. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, anyone. Ooh. But yeah, that definition of casual isn't. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. She's like, oh, she's lines going are to. Is she on Facebook? Is she on Facebook? Oh, Lori's on Facebook. Oh, she's gonna listen to it. Oh, oh shit. Dope. <laughs> she's on Instagram and Snapchat too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I will not. We're in her backyard. Oh, she'll, oh she's, yeah. Sorry, you're, Lori's like pops out of the the woodwork. Hey, mom. Oh my god. But yes. So yeah, that definition of casual isn't. 
Isn't. So absence of commitment, emotional attachment, or familiarity? Absolutely not. I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. How would yeah. you define it? Or what would you read? Of yeah. what I yeah. do? If I wanted to run fine? Or In the perfect situation of what we aspire casual sex to be. We define casual sex. I think casual sex is someone that... Oh, man, that's hard. Um... You actually can't even say friends with benefits. Yeah, you really can't. casual because... There's definite familiarity and emotional attachment there. Yeah. But and I would think you would have to... That you are not committed to. Yeah. It's almost like... I mean... It's, is it sex without wanting a rom- to have a relationship? In a romantic is that, way. Is it as easy as that? Because you, you can separate sex from... Romance. Romance. Sure. You know, yeah. so... Right. To me, that's casual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I still think it's just, again, the fact that, like, I think really what the word that we need to replace here is casual, not necessarily the definition in general. Cause like, yeah, definitely still, but everything we still listed still comes from having sex with someone anyway. And it's not casual. Right. 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 So you're saying like casual should not be, that should not Probably be a not, term. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll would be better, you. but I'm just saying that's kind of like what we're, it seems like what we're getting at yeah. here. Yeah, that yeah. The word casual cause it exists outside of sex. Yes. Does not apply to hardly any of the mm-hmm. sexual situations or effects that we're talking about yeah. Yeah. or preparations even because yeah. like this was off off air I believe but we were talking earlier about how you clean up your house right you shave mm-hmm. you fucking There's a do routine laundry involved. do your hair yeah. whatever like that you know that's not casual not at all no I'm pretty sure this is a gross generalization so I apologize in advance but I'm pretty sure that the people who have mastered the most casual sex gay men Grinder literally is full of people like right now, bathroom, you and me. I'm Yo, my yeah, I mean, from stories yes. that I've heard, yeah, absolutely. I think that's so, a good point. Let us know, gay men, how, how we straights or not strictly gay men uh, identifying, you know, whatever. There's lots of things. I today. have the perfect person uh, for this show. Oh, yeah? Who, who is you it? Know who yeah, it is. I already know who it is. Yeah, but he's already great. been on the show yeah. uh, when we first I started. I want to know about it because, like, literally, I just think that it. There is something, there's something they're doing. Yeah. That they got, like, they understand totally what's different. up. Right? Different shit right I there. I want to hear about it. Uh, but, yeah, so. Yeah, okay. We'll turn the mic to them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, don't worry. We'll, <laughs> we'll bring other people on and give Hell us yeah. an insight on that just for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, She'll call into the episode. I'm, eventually, I want to have that option. I'm trying to figure oh, it out. Oh, I'm going to be on them lines. Oh, my freaking God. <laughs> I'm yeah. burning numbers. That's like, gold right I'll there. I'll do it in yeah. different accents, too, just so you I will get fucking a, hate a you nice so much. Mm. Wait, Sarah, shut up. I'm hanging up. I'll what take no? the penis mighty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll call, yeah, call him as Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> I think that's more like like Walter Cronkite. Yeah, I don't know if you and do that as well as you think you I do. Don't, I don't, but I enjoy doing yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Just let, her, just let her believe that she does it well. Let me be great. Yeah. I know, I shouldn't have said Christina. that. Don't have lift me, King. Bro, yes. God. Oh, that no, meme. Don't have lift me. That meme is the best fucking thing in the world. Like, was, it, was it, why is your number in my girl's phone? Yeah, or, or, yeah, like yeah, yeah. And he goes, I don't know, King, is that man, don't lift me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro. Uh, okay. God. Okay, I'm going to hit you with, as a as a final thing. We're going to yes. do one more good, bad. Oh, yeah. Go one more thing. One more yeah. thing. One more thing. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're going to do um, this person is uh, 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 the exact same music taste. Or no, we're going to do the heiress to the camera fortune. This is the Fuji film heiress that can oh get my you whatever God. cameras you want. <laughs> yeah. Always. Okay. Yes. This person 
has the fattest ass you've ever seen. The best one. Okay. I love ass. But we're going to go this time for... um, They have to be in every photo you take. It doesn't matter if there's other naked girls in it. This is a flip from earlier. But they have to be, like, creeping in the background or something at some point. Or like you know that thing where they like make um a the this like a scene like with trees in the sun they're all Snoop Dogg's face if you look at oh it oh my like that. god oh that's hard I'm thinking more of like when they do engagement shoots and the best friends like poking out from a tree yeah that's like, you're just all those rid things. of me yeah. <laughs> so so Lee in the photo somewhere. yeah they're somewhere they're like where's Waldo in your photos I'm in okay perfect <laughs> I'm in <laughs> the official uh, there you go that's it dude right. that was. That was fantastic. Well, if that applies to you, ladies, you know who to call. Miss Fiji. Hit me up. With a fat ass. Dad Hopefully ass. people learn things on this. I really this hope was, so. This yeah. was phenomenal. Um, I learned a shit ton of what that word is. Hyd- you know? Hydrogenitis. I, I cannot say it. Hydrogenitis. Superativa. Isn't it bad enough I have it? I have to know how to say it? You gotta live it, baby. Fuck that. Lord. I'm not doing HS. HS. Yeah, HS. Hot shit. Ooh. OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Can we pull it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's thank you so much for having us. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank, thank you. you for being in my dad's man cave. Yeah. Oh, us and I, I am here. The best part of this show is that there are different places like almost every single time. Dude, seriously. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're in high school now. Like doing. Yeah, like, we're going to go up to the Starbucks, hit up a Palladium. <laughs> so be in a parking lot for five hours. Yeah, there oh might be gosh. an IHOP pancake at the end of the night. <laughs> We'll be at that one table. But bring your dollars because Daniel needs yes. four and a half hours. <laughs> Keep bringing coffee, please. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for sharing your story, Christina. You're Thank the best. You. You're the best um, we're going to take some Love photos you. of Sarah and then we're going to um, go on with our lives. Yeah. Yes. For never to be seen again. Never again. But thank you for listening to the show. This has been so cool. If you have questions for either one of these beautiful people, hit me up. Hit them up yep. in the DMs. Yep. Slide in my DMs, baby. Or the BBMs. You have blackberries? Do <laughs> 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 you have my sidekick, please? I did hear that they're making What's your a new aim? blackberry, though. What's so. your aim, That's... Mr. Messenger? Uh, pass the syrup, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> I miss AIM so much. <laughs> I'm gonna go set my away message. We do it right now. I gotta go do my top eight. Take a Matt Sunday lyrics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, ah, but yes. <laughs> mine was more of uh, Ohio's for lovers. I need to cut my wrist and black my eyes. Cut so my wrist and black my eyes. Tonight. We're gonna listen to Reggie in the full effect. Oh, get well soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. On that note, we're out of here. Thank you for listening. Subscribe Bye. and rate and review and all that shit. And uh, fuck Christina and fuck Sarah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.